Right. Told my teacher, dumb bitch, I'm gonna get millions Watch this. In the project living, Damn. spoke it till existence Voila. More change than 50, got more cars than Diddy oh God. I only weigh 180, but my watch cost 250 What's up guys, it's Andy Priscilla And this is the show for the realest sake of the lies, the fakeness, and delusions of modern society And welcome to motherfucking reality Guys, today we have a full-length show with an amazing guest An amazing, amazing guest that all of you guys who like to ask me if I'm a fucking doctor are going to be really pissed off because I brought in one of the most vocal, outspoken, and factually correct doctors that I know. But before I introduce him, I would like to introduce my brother. He still doesn't have a good nickname. I'm willing to take applications for his nickname. Be sure to send them to me. Well, what would you like your nickname to be, sir? I'm still the most handsome guy in the room. It's a great, I mean, it's a great title. That I don't know if it's a nickname. That is highly arguable. That is very debatable. How is it debatable? I'm not saying you're not a handsome dude. I'm just saying we're all pretty good looking here, can especially Madat. Can we call him the Matthew McConaughey of fitness? I think that's a good. I, I mean, see, I, I listen, I I'll take that. that. I, don't, I don't know, you know, I mean, he DJ, wrote a great book. way too much credit, bro. I didn't say, I mean, I don't, I don't, I feel, it, I feel he's like got credit, a, you have to, you would have to think before that. We get into, before we get into the show, I got to ask you, dude. What's up? Like, because I know you're down right now. Oh, fuck. I know you're upset <laughs> and I know you're frustrated and I got to know what it's like to to lose the 2021 chef who wore a better hat you see debate. OK, we, we put a side by side of DJ in a chef hat and we put a picture of chef from South Park yeah. right next to him. OK, and we had a little poll on my page. I got to put it up, man. And <laughs> and. The, in the poll, believe it or not, DJ fucking lost. What? I, I won. How did you lose no, that? No, it was 68%. Me. Who wore it better? 68% was me. Yeah, but by today's standards, that means you lost the election. So how does that make you feel? CNN, how CNN, does it make you feel to have CNN the, the 2020? Are you going to come back in 2022? I think so. Are you yeah, run I, again? I think I got a strong chance. Chef is one of the most underrated characters probably in all time. No, it's tough. I know. What's it? But So, you know, are you upset that you... I'm a- <laughs> CNN declared him the winner, bro. They At did. 30, he got 33% and you got the rest. There you go, Sal. There it is right there. 30, <laughs> chef, got, chef got 32 and you can see he's the clear winner. I, can you sing like Chef? Hey, I think we need an audit. I'm just saying my, my chocolate salty balls are better. Hey, you need no, a deeper I, voice. I he's don't got know. deep. He's got yeah. bass. Hello, yeah. children. Hello, children. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Um, let me know when you want to set up that audit. I'm, I'm happy to help. Now, for our awesome guest that I'm so excited to have, uh, a member of the Disinformation Dozen, I am very upset that I didn't make that list. You know, <laughs> I got to be honest, because this whole year and the last year, I've been spitting fucking facts and data, and I've gotten called all the bad names, and I get none of the fucking recognition. And this is bullshit. Ben Tapper... Dr. Ben Tapper is here, and he stole my spot on the disinformation, does <laughs> I'm glad, I'm glad to be here, What's up, buddy. brother? Good to be here, man. Man, I'm so happy to have you here. And before we even get started, uh, I just want to say, you know, I really, truly, personally appreciate what you've been doing. You know, sticking to the real science, the real data, um, and standing up f- for what's right. And in the beginning, I know this has been very hard. It was hard for me, too. But, uh, you know, it's it's nice to see people starting to kind of see what's going on. Um, you know, tell tell the people a little bit about what what you do and, and where you're from and how how we came to know each other. 
Right. So I'm from Omaha, Nebraska. I practice in Omaha. Um, you know, I just like to say that I'm a small town chiropractor and, yep. you know, and basically, uh, you know, I, I've been practicing there for 10 years and really what put me on the map was, uh, my speech in, uh, last August in Omaha, Nebraska. We were, well, Omaha was one of the last towns basically to, to implement a mask mandate. And, uh, we were there and that's, you know, there was a, a full room in that, uh, uh, at the city council hall and, and uh, basically, uh, there was about six video cameras set up in news stations, and I was the only physician in opposition to the mask mandate. They had all, I think, 15 or 16 doctors there in lineup to speak. And and so I got up there, and I uh, basically, I just, I prayed God turned me into a lion and let these words travel far and wide. And I got up there, and I spoke, and my wife told me, you better know what you're getting yourself into because there's all these cameras out there. And, and I spoke, and, you know, I just, basically, I just, spoke from the heart and, and just, you know, and my convictions were greater than my complacency. I knew that I was going to face some persecution, but I just spoke uh, the truth. And I think the people are starving for the truth. And so <clears throat> that video had 3 million views over 24 hours. And honestly, I, I didn't sleep for five nights after that I spoke. And I said, what did I do? I stirred the pot. And that video went all over the world. And so that's how we kind of came about and people kind of, oh, who's this Ben Tapper guy? And, you know, I wasn't doing it for the attention and I really wasn't trying to, I'm not doing it for prosperity and not doing it for publicity. I'm just doing it again because my convictions are greater than my complacency and I just want people to see the truth. And one thing I'm not going to tolerate is um, the lies that's being pushed on the people. Yeah. You know, it's interesting because we have a lot of younger people that listen to the show. Um, and a lot of young entrepreneurial driven people. And one of the things that they don't have the perspective on is what it was like before this. Like you guys who are 20 years old, you're 18, 20 years old. You have to realize that we've been through multiple pandemics in the past. And this situation that has happened, that is not normal behavior. It's never happened in my 41 years of being alive. Um, and as far as I know, it hasn't happened since 1918. So let's talk about how we even got here. You know, what, why are we here? Right. Well, to be honest with you, uh, you know, in my honest opinion, I believe that this is obviously this is government overreach, but this, this is an agenda being pushed on the people hundred percent. It's for government overreach is government control and it's to get us under mandated vaccines. And it's really just a, it's a, a global agenda to have control over the people. And that's just a, a blunt way of saying it. But, you know, you mentioned 1918. There's so many parallels to even uh, back then to today's time. You know, I have an article in my office that talks about um, a lot of the fear mongering, uh, the propaganda that was being pushed back in the day in the Spanish flu to push an experimental vaccine. It was That was the first implementation of the influenza vaccine back in the Spanish flu. But the article states that, I mean, there's pictures in the article that talk about, you know, there's people that are wearing a mask that said, you know, wear a mask or go to jail. You know, and it talks about quarantine and isolation and separating from your neighbor. And um, literally, uh, the article is written by B.J. Palmer, one of the developers of chiropractic. But he stated, you know, does the mask really protect against an, you know, uh, an invisible virus? Does a hog fence stop a mosquito? You know what I mean? And and that's it's just if you read the article, you would think it was written in today's time. Mm-hmm. But if we back up to even, you know, three to four years ago, we've had so many bills coming across the nation to eradicate your freedoms, to mm-hmm. refuse a vaccination and make it very difficult to, for the parents to opt out of vaccinations for their children. I mean, we have, 
you know, most states have two, at least two exemptions for vaccinations, a medical and philosophical or medical and religious. Most states have medical exemptions. Um, a lot of parents don't know that, but we do, and they have to uh, uh, abide by that law. Uh, and, you know, and there was a bill, uh, bills in California, like SB 277, SB 276 that came about to try to eradicate your uh, religious and philosophical exemptions. And, and it bypassed the doctor-patient relationship. And the only exemption that you can have would, would be approved by the state. And they only approve like five per county. I mean, how draconian and tyrannical is that? It's insane. It is. 100%. It's, it's 100%. So, yeah. we, so we started the Nebraska for Medical Freedom Group in, in 2017 or 2016. We're holding, so this is way before this even came about. This is before 2020. So you've been on this for a long time. 100%. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, and so we saw this coming. And so even in 2019, you know, we had the World Health Organization in 2019, early in 2019, stated that the greatest threat to, to the public are those who refuse vaccinations or those who question it. Right. Yeah, they're preemptive conditions. Even yes. question it. That, that's a scary thing. Doc, get it, can you talk a little bit about, because we, we were saying this before we got on air. Like, I have a child, so I have a kid, right? Talk, talk. Can you touch a little bit about how the pediatricians, is it really about health or is it, or is it like you said, they're just padding their pockets because there's a lot of benefits that pediatricians and offices get for pushing these vaccines. Right. So I want to make a disclaimer. Most of the pediatricians are, they're great people. They're awesome people. And they believe what they're doing is in the best in, yeah. you know, for the children. But really they've, and I, I believe that they've just been indoctrinated by big pharma. Their continuing education is paid for by big pharma. Mm -hmm. But the, you know, there was a meaningful use program put in by the Obama administration. And even um, doctors of chiropractic got implemented in that program. And basically if we submit certain demographics or characteristics about our patient base, we would get certain. And if we met that criteria and if we're in the green, we'd got, you know, an incentive check or a bonus check. Well, these pediatricians, they would have the same thing, but it was a demographic uh, that was related to vaccinations and their patient base. So if they had a 96% vaccine rate in their clinics, they would get, you know, a bonus check for every patient. And so there's a massive incentive for them to push these vaccines and then, you know, discriminate against the unvaccinated and mm -hmm. say, no, I can't see you in my clinic because you're a threat to my patient base. But really, they're, they weren't a threat to the patient base. They were a threat to their to their bonus checks. Right. But, you know, people say, well, that pediatrician wouldn't see me because I, I, I'm i refusing vaccines. And that's why these pediatricians would be up in up in arms because you're refusing vaccinations. And yeah, it's interesting too, because, you know, people assume that all physicians are super wealthy and don't need the money and would never do anything yeah. to hurt someone for money. You know what I mean? It's like using a stereotype that already exists, which isn't just isn't true. No. You well, know, I mean, if you think about it, a doctor out of his first year is what? $300,000 in debt. I, I have no so, idea. I mean, it's like, here goes some money, push these vaccines. We got you. Well, and I mean, a lot of it's common practice over time, right? Like they train under a physician. This is what we do. This is how yeah. it works. So, I mean, it's yeah. almost like keeping up. I, I'm curious. Well, well, hold on. So, so I'm, I'm trying to play devil's advocate just a little bit here because the people, people don't understand. I, I want to make sure that people who are listening understand what you're saying. And what, what, what Dr. Tapper is saying here is that this, if big pharma is funding the continuing education, that means they're in control of the data that they teach. Okay. And if they can choose, pick and choose. And the first thing you le learn in any statistics class is that data can be manipulated to show literally anything you want. That's a fact. Okay. There's nearly no way for a doctor who is go. Think about this. You're a doctor. You have to go to continuing ed. You go to continuing ed. The information fed to you is, is, is provided by the companies that build the drugs. Okay. The doctors believe that this is the best information that they can get anywhere. So they're reading these 
these studies that are funded by big pharma to produce a favorable result for them. All right. And then they're taking that information and taking it to you as if it's fact. And so what you guys have to understand is that you cannot just trust the initials after someone's name. You have to look deeper than that to understand where the data is coming from. And unfortunately, that's not right. Okay. You should be able to trust what your doctor says as gold. You should be able to trust what the media says as truth. We are all being fucking manipulated here. And this is what we have to all collectively understand. These doctors, like you said, a lot of them believe they're doing the right thing because they are good hearted people, and but they are getting manipulated themselves. And that's what people are not grasping here. You have to look deeper than than just the data and you have to look where the data is coming from, you know, and that's hard to do, especially when, like we talked before the show, the censorship issue in the world right now, it, 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 it's it's insane. 100%. Like, we've never had this before in our entire, in the entire existence of humanity, as far as I know, this sort of censorship, um, at least in my lifetime, maybe, you know, back in Nazi Germany, this is what they did. But the thing is, guys, you know, now you're, you're normalized to it. Like, how, how, how many of you actually noticed the, the, the COVID tags or the, the vaccine uh, warnings that they put on any time you say anything about it? You know, this is, this is insanity what's going on. And they're making it very hard for you to find the actual data. And a logical person, which is how you need to think about this, needs to ask, why? Why are they cutting out all this other thing? And the answer that they give is, well, we can't let all this misinformation get out. But they don't have any data to back up any of the things that they're saying. So where's, you know, where? how would a normal person dig into this? Because the truth of it is right now, you know, no matter what you say, if you don't go along with the narrative, you know, you're going to get blasted. You're a conspiracy theorist. You're ultra right wing. You're... Uh, fucking racist. Yeah, you're racist. You're all these things if you don't go along 100% with the narrative. And what they figured out is, is if they shame the public, the public doesn't want to feel bad. Right. And they want to just live their lives. And so you got a lot of people who are, who are happy just to go along thinking that if they just go along, that shit will get back to normal eventually. And guys, it won't. That's the whole point you need to understand. This has never been about true health. If it was truly about health, they would have started back in 2000, uh, January, 2020 saying, Hey, start eating better. Take your vitamin D, do all these things that will help improve your immune system because we're getting ready to get hit with this, with this thing. Okay. But they didn't do that at all. All right. Why not? Why didn't they do that? We have to ask ourselves these questions. What are they trying to hide? Why, why, and this is off the topic of COVID, but for example, we have the audit going on right now. This is the misinformation topic. We have an audit going on right now in, in multiple states, a uh, big one in Arizona. The media is completely villainizing it. If, if that dude really got 81 million votes, why, why wouldn't they be proud to show that? You have to ask yourself these things. And these are the natural questions that come to my mind. You know, I don't consider myself really affiliated with any group more so than I'm American. And I just want to know the fucking truth. And, uh, you know, it's frustrating. So how, 
how can a regular person who is kind of like, you know, maybe they bought into this and maybe they're starting to see right now, you know, man, dude, I got, and if that's you, by the way, Hey, no harm, no foul, dude. Like you should be able to trust the news and you should be able to trust what these doctors and everybody's saying. But I think we're all starting to see that that's not the case. Right. hundred percent. So, so how does a regular person start to learn about these things? Well, first of all, shut the TV off. Yeah. The television is very manipulative. It's propaganda. A lot of the propaganda is fed through the television. You know, science is observational. It's what we can observe. And when someone says the science is settled, especially the vaccine issue, that's not true. That's a red flag because science is never settled. We have to, it's observational. It's what we can observe. And so we need to just step away from the television with the narratives being pushed through to the people and just take a step back and observe what's happening. If you shut the television off, you just observe everyone's wearing masks and that's it. Nobody's falling over dead. I don't right. to know anyone that's ever died of Corona. Yeah. And it's just, we need to look through observational lenses and to see really what's happening. But, you know, going back to the censorship, you know, it's demonic. And medicine, like Benjamin Rush, you know, he stated, he warned the people, we need to put this medical freedom in the Constitution because the art of healing will be restricted and medicine will form into an undercover dictatorship, you know, and that's where we're at right now. That time is now. I heard that before and I was like, how the fuck are they going to do that? And now I'm like, holy shit. Right. <laughs> that's they're how they're doing it. it. Yeah. Right. They're doing right. it. Right. Yeah. That's crazy. Dude. Right. And we put these, we, you know, nothing in SMDs. Medical doctors, there's phenomenal medical doctors out there, yeah. but the pe- the population, the people has put these medical doctors on the pedestal. And we've, we've said that drugs and surgery are the only way to true health. And mm-hmm. that's what they're saying. That's mm-hmm. what fuels my fires. When, when we have like the hospitals are saying, they put out a thing in, in Omaha, Nebraska that said, there's nothing you can do naturally to fight this, this virus naturally. And I just, I like, it just fuels me to no end because I'm in the natural health field. Yeah. I said, no, that's not true. Yeah. That might be a true allopathic mindset, but they're they're totally turning a blind eye to the wellness and prevention paradigm, which in my opinion is the is the true way to true health. Yeah. Think of the healthiest it's person. It's prevention, bro. It's prevention. It's not, it, right. Look, dude, you, nobody here, but, you know, and everybody likes to take the extremes, right? These guys are on there talking about how they're going to heal everything with a fucking <laughs> tablespoon of honey. Right. No, dude. That's not what we're saying. Right. No one's saying that surgery is unnecessary sometimes. Or, right. You know, no one's saying that traditional medicine is not needed. Right. We're, what we're saying is it's a combination of preventative and Amen. post-symptomatic treatment. Right. You Amen. know, and anybody who thinks differently, dude, you're fucking crazy. Like, that's like, and, and unfortunately- a lot of people do lot think of, differently right, because right. we can look at them and see. Right. You, you know? know, that's the thing. But the thing is, you know, there's a time and place for drugs and surgery. Yeah. Drugs can be life-saving. Yes, sir. There's no question about that. Surgery. I've recommended surgery in my practice. You need surgery. I just yeah. recommended surgery last yeah. week. Yeah. There's a time and place for it. Yes. But a lot of these surgeons are hammers. And when you're a hammer, everything's a nail. I yeah. can't tell you how many times there's been an unnecessary surgery in my practice. Yeah. I'm going, oh my gosh, they operated on a 25-year-old male that had a grade one herniation lumbar spine. It's like, dude, you did not need a surgery right. or a fusion. You just need an adjustment. That's, that's or about this. Right, right, yeah. 100%. It's about the money. Right. But, you know, there's a time and place for drug and surgery. I don't want to bash the big pharma, but we we live in a world right now where Americans make up 5% of the world population, but yet we're on 65 to 70% of the world's pharmaceutical drugs. And people that also here don't understand that in other countries, there is no drug advertisements. Right. You don't watch TV over in Europe and see uh, commercials for fucking dick pills. Right. And, you know, all these, you know, like the bat, I'm sitting in the bathtub, I got to take my Viagra, you know, right. <laughs> fucking weird. But you shit. also do, don't, don't see the commercials where if you or a loved one have tried this right. drug, right. You don't see those either. Over there. So what do right. they do when they get a boner for more than four hours? <laughs> yeah. They know to go to the hospital. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that sounds like a good time. I don't know. 
I don't know. Oh, man. I think the, the one thing that, that surprised me, I just I pulled this picture up. This is a, a picture of Hank Aaron. So this is an old ad, right? And so it's like we see what we see right now with all these celebrities and these athletes, like they're pushing all these vaccines and masks, trying to make it seem like it's this good thing. We had athletes that were pushing, promoting smoking cigarettes, right? And we all know that cigarettes are not that good thing to do, right? So, like, Doc, what's your what's your take on the propaganda that's being used right now? It's all about the money. It's it's there to push, you know, a product to the people. You know, vaccines, vaccinations are a product. It's a pharmaceutical product, and you know, and and it's it's being used right now. I've seen Dolly Parton say, "Get the shot." You know, we got Arnold Schwarzenegger, "Get the shot." It's like those all they're a, get, those people are getting paid to say that. Right. Guys. 100%, 100%. You gotta understand. And I'll tell this. you this: I guarantee you, they're not taking the shot. Fuck no, <laughs> right, right. Dude, dude, it it you know, I think that's something that's worthy of pointing out. So we're talking about propaganda for a second. Like, guys, if this shit was really what the fuck they said it was, mm. um we'd all be lining up to get that fucking vaccine. Right. They 100%. wouldn't have to have a death count. Right. They wouldn't have to have a case count. They wouldn't have to have a 24-hour fucking bombardment of right. marketing onto people. They wouldn't have to, you know, have celebrity influencer campaigns and micro-influencer campaigns. Right. Like, dude, what? So, as a logical human, I'm asking myself, why? Right. Because, dude, if this shit was really killing everybody... Um, first of all, wouldn't we know all these people that were dead? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They'd be 100%. falling over dead like they showed us on the TV in the first two weeks of this thing. You know, and then they tried to pull that shit again a couple weeks ago, if you guys saw that. Yeah, right. Over right. in India. Then they reused they showed a clip like a couple weeks ago and talked about a spike in India. Did you see this? And then they took the clip that was from a year ago and played like, dude, this is manufactured shit. Hundred percent. And you know, People are saying, well, what about the 500,000 deaths? Mm-hmm. I mean, what would you say to that? Well, the death, we already know that there's been mislabeling of the deaths. Uh, yeah. If you look at like at the NVSRS, the National Vital, the NVRS, the National Vital, Vital Reporting System for the CDC, uh, they manipulate the data. They combine the deaths. Uh, they uh, switch the numbers around. And it's still starting to come out now. A hundred percent. You know, and that's, that's been, a, you know, we, they do the same thing with influenza. They, they, they've done that for over, I mean, as long as I can See, remember. I didn't know the flu numbers were that bad. So uh, they, they were doing that with the flu too. Influenza, they do it. Uh, so that's when I first caught wind of it in 2008. So I've kept a, a close eye on the, those numbers since 2008. And I have been every year because they'll tell you, uh, you know, 36 to 80,000 die of influenza every year. But they forget to tell you that those numbers are coupled with viral and bacterial pneumonia. 90% of the deaths occur in the elderly. They're, they have, they're associated with comorbidities and they're usually on 13 plus medications. They forget to leave out that. Now, part. these are statistical facts. From these the are CDC, facts. Yes, from facts. Yep. Guys, this is not misinformation. You're these right. are factual data points. And deductive reasoning from right. those data, right? So right. I, and it's all there to push the the, yes. the, the agenda, to right. push that agenda. Yes. You know. Well, hold on. What do you what do you think the point of that is? Well, obviously. Um, so if you rewind uh, back in 2019, so you had the World Health Organization that stated the greatest threat of those who question vaccinations, and then shortly thereafter, the ACIP, which is a, a subdivision of the CDC, so it's the Advisory Committee on Immunization Practices, the ACIP. They stated that they cannot force compliance. I'm sorry, they cannot force vaccinate, but they can force compliance. That was a direct quote from the ACIP in the meeting. Okay, then we had the event 201 meeting. If you watch, that was very eerie. That was in 2019. Mm-hmm. The vaccination summit in 2019, they took out God, uh, in God we trust. They replaced it with vaccination. 
and vaccinations we trust. I mean, how crazy is that, right? Uh, that was all in 2019. They're setting the stage for That's this. That's like saying in Bill Gates we trust. Right, yeah. Bill like Gates. What and, the fuck? And Dr. Bill Gates. Right, yeah. and I saw, I have it on, on my phone, but they said now in Fauci we trust. There's people that literally put Fauci and Bill Gates. As that motherfucker should be in fucking he, jail. He should be. And I have a dossier I'd yeah. love to send you because it's calling for his arrest. It should be in jail. He should be. But the thing is, it's all about this. Uh, you know, I believe he will agenda. be eventually. I believe he will too. Yeah. Honestly. I mean, if people really knew what he was doing and Pfizer, I mean, look at Pfizer's record. I mean, Pfizer, they're pushing out the vaccine. Everyone thinks, oh, this is safe and effective, but Pfizer has the largest fraudulent track record in U.S. history. I mean, they were in violation of the Nuremberg Code. They were testing children against their parents, um, uh, you know, without uh, a willingness consent, to do yeah. so consent uh, in, in Nigeria. They uh, had a they had to pay out a $2.3 billion plea deal for fraudulently misleading the public on their pharmaceuticals and, mm-hmm. and bribing doctors to push uh, propaganda. Yeah. And they were found guilty for that. I mean, they're, if you really look at their track they're record, they're a corrupt-ass company. They are so corrupt. Right. right. And, and Merck, I like to say, you know, Merck is too, but they had a little bit of dignity and inte- integrity in, in this, and they abandoned their vaccine program and said, listen, you don't need the vaccine. When you have the corona naturally, you have a far greater immune system than those. Sounds like someone over there had a little foresight. You're right. Yeah, yeah they got canceled though. They got bashed, bad yeah. for doing that, for right. pulling out of the vaccine run. Right. Yeah, 100%. well, yeah, but sometimes you're going to do things in the short term that you're going to get attacked for that eventually end up being the best thing you ever did. Right, 100%. Hence, you standing up for everybody else. Right. And that's what's something people don't understand. You know, you've dealt with a year, as have I, with an entire year of attacks, of fucking hate, of, mm. you know, guys like Ian Smith getting fucking destroyed every day. Um, all these doctors, America's frontline, who are true, they are holding up their Hippocratic oath to serve humanity, okay? To to do their obligation. Mm. These people, These people are speaking up for the people who are condemning them. Right. It's so, so hard to 100%. continue to do when you realize that these people just don't even want to look at it. Right. You know, and it, I mean, how do so, you feel about that? Well, I, I commend you for doing what you're doing. Bro. Well, you yeah. know, I stand by the quote Martin Luther King Jr. stated that the ultimate measure of a man is not where he stands in times of comfort and convenience. Yeah. But where he stands in times of conflict and controversy. Again, I do this because I don't I do not do it for prosperity. I don't mm-hmm. do it for uh, publicity. I do this because my convictions are greater than my complacency. I have four children. They're my kids, and I do this for them. Because I love the quote that I'm not afraid to die, but I'm afraid to live on my knees in a world run by lesser men that control the destiny of my children. Mm-hmm. And I will fight for them because I understand that this involves them. This involves their children's children's children. Our freedoms are at stake here. And those that are listening... We need to understand that instead of sitting on the couch playing video games, we need men to speak out. We need men to stand our ground. You know, I pray God let these words travel far and wide in August, and I and I believe He answered that prayer. But I, you know, I live by the quote, and I have it five feet from my dressing room. I said, "You never know how far reaching something we may think, say, or do today that will affect the lives of millions tomorrow." I'm just a small town Cairo that was passionate about getting the truth out there, and now I'm on your show here. Yeah. So your voice matters. That's the point I'm yeah. trying to make. Yeah. And it's like, we need men to stand up, go to your city council meetings, go to your school boards. If you're in a workforce too, that's something that's really important right now. These, the mask mandates are ending around the towns, but now they're saying, Hey, the unvaccinated, you still need to wear a mask. If you're, if you're vaccinated, you can take it off. If that's your employer, you need to gather other like-minded people in your workforce and sue them. Yes. And that's dude, that's going to be the biggest dude. 
If I'm a lawyer right now, I'm fucking drooling right. because all these companies are are violating uh, medical rights of their employees by requiring this vaccine mm. and it's discrimination. 100%. Yeah, and it's illegal. And 100%. that's going to be the next big wave of right. lawsuits. Right. You know, like the the even even them pressuring you to get it yep. is actually illegal. 100%. Yes. And, and where's HIPAA? HIPAA, if you're listening, yeah. where are you? Right. You know, it's like, we, that's a complete HIPAA violation. Mm-hmm. It's a violation of your privacy and it's discrimination against you. Not only that, but these companies are having incentives. Like, oh, if you're, if you're, uh, if you get that's the vaccine, illegal. it's illegal. You got yes. a two week pay if you get the vaccine, yeah. if you approve the vaccination. Those are incentives. Uh, that's complete discrimination against yes. you because they're, they're, you know, this vaccine is causing more harm than good. Dude, when this all gets straightened out, these companies are going to get their fucking asses sued off. 100%. And dude, a lot of you guys listen to me and you run companies. And if you're one of these people that runs companies and you're doing this shit, you better stop it right away. 100%. Because it's going to cost you fucking everything. Right. Forever. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> right. Everything it is. forever. 100%. <laughs> Doc, can yeah. I ask you what, what? So you said in 2008 is when you guys started looking into influenza, right? Mm-hmm. So what was like, what, what was in your mind? Like what made you start looking into this? What, what sparked that, that interest there? Well, you know, the whole vaccine thing, I grew up, uh, my dad was speaking out against vaccinations at a young age, and I just assumed that everybody didn't vaccinate. Uh, that was my normal. But then I realized as the older I got, like, oh, I'm the minority here. Like, right. you know, that's the majority of the people do vaccinate. Um, and so I had a, you know, growing up in that childhood, I realized a lot about vaccinations. But I went to a, a seminar by uh, one of my favorite chiropractors, his name's Dr. Burns, Illinois. Uh, he put on a seminar about uh, basically the flu vaccine, influenza, and and had all these numbers and artificial immunity versus natural immunity, and pulled the numbers out and broke it down, and and my eyes were completely opened to you know the influenza. It really was, uh, you know, I was very keen on vaccination or uh, very open to that world and the corruption there, but I had no idea about influenza. And that's when I was like, oh my gosh, because he had all the numbers from the NBSRS and and basically pulled the data. And and uh, I think in the last 15 years, the, the the highest number of influenza deaths were like 2,000 or something like that. And that's straight from the CDC. And they're, they're very... Um, you know, the, the average person would go to CDC and try to find those numbers, but they've since covered them up. A lot of the links that I had back then, or they're eradicated, can't, they don't work anymore. And you have to like really dig to find these numbers mm-hmm. and they just combine them with other ailments and bacterial and viral pneumonia. Now I understand uh, influenza can lead to um, bacterial and viral pneumonia and that can be a problem. And again, that's, it's so funny. The uh, just the, the whole mask issue, like if you have a respiratory issue, you know, the body's exhaust is, it, you know, you're covering that up and bacteria loves a moist, warm environment. And that's what that mask does is, is, is it's like a, it's like a Petri dish for bacteria to grow. And then you have this respiratory thing. And if you're sick, you're symptomatic, you're covering your mouth. I mean, it just breeds a bacterial pneumonia essentially. And it's going to cause is what problems. a lot of people are dying of. Essentially. Yeah. My, that's what most people died of in 1918. Right. That's, that's never even covered. Right. Like they say it's Spanish flu that killed them. It's not, right. it's bacterial infection. Because of the fucking mask. It was the 100%. mandates and regulations yes. that killed them. Right. Yeah. And I think that's what, my opinion. And, I, you know, this could be totally wrong, but my opinion is they were trying to replicate that result. 100%. During this time. Right. 100%. Yeah. yeah. I think it's, you, I mean, you agree with that for real? That's, I mean, I'm, that we're guessing because we don't know their motives for you, sure. But right. like my, my, from what I've observed, I think they're trying to fucking replicate right. that. Well, yeah. 100%. Well, the thing is not only that, but it's like, you know, when you have a mask on, you know, a mask especially for a virus, right? Uh, this mask was 
these masks that people are wearing, it's a cotton mesh usually or whatever, but it's, it's not meant to be worn uh, over and over and over again. Right. It's a biohazard product if it's a, if it's a really true contagious virus. And, you know, it, it shouldn't be worn. I've seen people hang them in their cars, yep. wear them day in and day out. Throw them on the seat. Throw them on the seat. Yeah. It's like, you know, they're not really, they're just very lazy about it. But it's like they're just sick and tired of wearing the mask. They just do it just to get into the stores and shop and go back and carry on their life. Yeah, it's, fa- it's, it's a false compliance. It's, it's, they're, it's, they're, yeah. they're, they are letting the corporations, uh, they are counting on the corporations to make it appear as if most people are going along with this. 100%. And this is the biggest play that, of, of what I'm observing is going on that I think most people are missing mm-hmm. is that, when the companies, when these big companies require fucking everybody to wear a mask, everywhere you look, everybody's wearing a mask. What's that tell you? It tells you that you're alone. You're the only one that doesn't agree. So you just go along. Right. When in reality, like we said, when we went to Arizona, Sal, DJ, we went down there. They removed the mask mandate that day and every single person had them off, you know, and that shows you how many people. So, so guys. If you're in an area where they had a mask mandate and now nobody's wearing masks, just realize that only the people who are still wearing masks are the people that actually believe this shit. All right. So you're not alone. It's not most people agree with what we are saying. That's that is what's going on. And, um, you know, they've created this perception. You guys have to also understand you don't fucking know if the data that they're reporting on the news is right or wrong. You have no idea that that shit they're plugging in. How do you verify that data? Oh, it's on the news. That's not good enough, bro. You know what I'm saying? They manipulated the case numbers with a faulty PCR test, which what they they had the cycle rate set too high. Okay, we explained this when we had a uh, Dr. Sharasky on, where we talked about it could detect such a minute amount of the COVID virus that could never actually infect you that the case would turn positive. They didn't do that on accident. They fucking knew that's what would happen. You could test for anything using that test and it's going to come back positive. That's what people don't understand. So so they used the deaths to scare people, a false death rate in the beginning. 4% of people are going to die. That's scary as fuck. Well, fuck, dude. Okay, I'll pay attention. Then they went to this inflated case rate, which they knew the testing was fucked up. Then they went back to this inflated death rate where uh, every single death out of the, when they came out at like 450,000, they came out with a report on CDC that showed only 9,000 people at that point of time had actually died from COVID. Now that's 9,000 people, all right? That sucks. But in the grand scheme of things, those people are not, that's not 450,000. And that's not shut down the world. And that's not uh, take away everybody's freedom. And that's not, I mean, dude, it's not any of those things. And it's nothing what they said it was. We all got fucked for an entire year of our lives. So many businesses went out of business. So many people died alone. They died. They, dude, I got friends who lost parents that had to die of cancer and other things alone in a hospital because they lied about all this shit. All right. And then if you remember when they were, you know, all the all the doctors and nurses are doing TikTok dances and shit. What, bro. If this was a real fucking pandemic, they they would be stacking motherfuckers in, in boxes. You remember and, the trailers they had, the refrigerated yes, trailers? Dude, yes. And, and they, they, those tents, those empty, those the, yeah. the outside uh, tents. Yeah. Had, 
uh, I was part of a group. We would go around to all these tents. The, the makeshift a, hospitals. The makeshift hospitals. And there was nobody in them. Not a single patient in there. Nobody, Not guys. Not a single patient. It was that, a grand those illusion. Those fucking boats that Trump sent right. up to, uh, to, to LA and New York, fucking no people. They saw 60 people. Okay, we've been getting fucked and played by this whole thing over and over and over again. And the data, now they're using the data to get people to go get this vaccine. They're saying, oh, 75 million Americans have already got bullshit they have. They're just saying that shit so you'll believe it and go get it. Right. Okay, dude, we have got to be smarter than what is going on. Well, how, how would they do that? Well, it's real simple, guys. There's like five people that fucking own everything. And those five people are colluding on this. Okay, now it might be more than five, it might be 25. But the point is, there's a select group of fucking very powerful people that all communicate and they're all working together to create this perception. That's my personal belief. Now, if you don't believe that, you can believe whatever the fuck you want. But I'm just saying what I see happening and I haven't been wrong about it yet. So, you know, it's 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 a very dangerous it's a social thing. pressure thing. It dude. Is. It and is. It's all been built off faulty data manipulation of data, shame, okay, canceling people, and and fear, the whole fucking thing. And, dude, this has nothing to do with anything other than them trying to get you to do something that benefits them. And if and you say, well, what's the motivation? The motivation could be a lot of different things, okay? One, it could be money, which usually it is. And you're saying, well, how could it just be money? Well, they're going to have, they're going to give you this vaccine. They're not liable for, okay. They're not liable for the damages that causes what happens after the vaccine causes all kinds of different side effects. Well, they bring out a series of drugs to counteract the side effects. Like you guys don't understand business. These motherfuckers are creating an income stream based around hurting you. And that's what you're not getting. And they're already the richest people on the fucking planet. Okay. So this is, you know, this is almost why, bro. I, I believe that it has it's a, it's money for sure, right? Well, it's that, and also you know it could be other things too. It you know a lot of people believe that it's the implementation of of a one world government. I I actually believe that's what's trying to be done. I think it's both. I don't think it's going to work. Right. Um, the implementation of a socialistic regime or a communist regime. I think that's what it, it appears to what they're trying to do, but I don't think it's going to fucking work. You know. So, but you guys have to stop letting people say, oh, you're a conspiracy theorist because you're observing the fucking data and the things that are happening in front of your face. That's called gaslighting. Right. Like when so, when you observe something happening, right, you saw your girlfriend fucking this dude with your own eyes. And then she stands up and she says, no, I wasn't. We, <laughs> we were just cuddling. You didn't actually see his penis go. No, it didn't happen. We were just cuddling. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> that's called fucking gaslighting. Okay. And that's what's happening to all of you. You're observing all this shit and then you're watching it and someone's coming along and be like, no, 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 no. Look, I know it kind of looks like that, but it's not like that. Only fucking crazy people think that. Mm -hmm. You're not a crazy person, are you? That's what's happening. 100%. Yeah. I mean, just just the the the, the manipulation of terms like anti-vaxxer or conspiracy. Yeah. It's all manipulative It's so terms. decisive. Right. It's 100%. It's manipulative. It's so and decisive. It's divisive. Divisive. Yeah. Sorry. I've been taking some notes, just trying to, you know, wait for my insertion point here. Insertion. But, you know, a doctor taught me whenever I was at J&J, &J, and part of the reason I'm not- Wait, wait, it, hold up. I want to talk. 
Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for it. It's only happened to me nine times. I mean, I, well, I have. Well, fuck, dude. If I you, have great fucking points. No, to keep, you don't. To bring, have, I'm trying to let our guests. All you're going is back and forth I'm and saying, to, hey, these guys I'm, are fucking I'm, us. Hey, I'm, these guys are fucking us. Hey, these guys are fucking us. Our guests speak, and you keep asking I'm trying shit to allow in the middle a, of his a, story. Valid, who's fucking some us Some valid perspective here from somebody who's been in the medical field and watched actually help perpetuate this shit. No one wants to hear what you say. So I had a doctor one time. I worked at J&J and &J, we sold mesh and right. And so um, they would obviously incentivize the doctors who were more favorable to their products to run the studies. Right. And so I met this one doctor named Dr. Brent Matthews. He's probably the best guy that I've met from an integrity standpoint. And he, he said something to me a long time ago and it stuck with me and it always haunted me in the back of my head because we were always taught to, to the study, to the study, to the study. And he, I remember one time, but doc, this study, he says, Sal, Modeling, medical modeling is only as good as the information you provide it. That's it. So you can say whatever you want, but I am actually operating on the surgeon or on the patient. And these are the outcomes that I have. Mm -hmm. And I always stuck with me. So when you look at this mass scale, the medical modeling that we see is only as good as they want it to be. Right. They're only pumping the information they want you to see. Right. And to the gaslighting point, hey, what's going on? You know, if we really were seeing, if this really were the pandemic, you would know 20 or 30 or 40 people. I mean, just based off of 4% or 2%, how many people do you know? Right. If you know a thousand people, well, you'd know, you know, you'd know 20 people that are dead. Right. Do 40. you? 40. 40. Well, whatever the, the it's started at four, two, yeah, one. Yeah. It's like, right. how many do you know? Right? right. And so you start, all right, let's, let's really mm. deduct this reasoning here. You don't. Right. And so, you know, that's, that's like a really natural way to like, we can, we can unpack all of this. I said this back in April and I said, well, we're not going to really know until the end of the year when you look at total death count, total death count. The reason law of averages is the great, this is why baseball is awesome. It's the law of average. What's your batting average? I'll tell you how good you are. That's how much money you make. Mm -hmm. So law of averages, how many people died? Right. How many people total died in 2020? No mm -hmm. significant, not a significant number over uh, the previous years. That's and, and in fact, um, I believe that actually less people produced maybe died in 2020 than they did in 19 or 18. It's and roughly the same. Yeah. And, you know, I had a, uh, uh, we had a talk probably about a month and a half ago. Uh, I posted it on my Facebook and I think it got taken down, but I had about 400 people in the room <laughs> and I, they were all standing and I got up and just, I saw this. Yeah. I, I had, yeah. Them, I had them stand and I said, I want you to sit down if you've had a friend or a loved one that's died of COVID-19 and no one sat down. Yeah. And then I asked them to sit down if you had a friend or a loved one that's died of heart disease or or cancer and they all sat down. So what does that show you? Of course. And it, you know, I know that COVID's relatively new, but we're what, 16 months into this thing now. Yeah. And it's, you know, there would be people that sat down, like you said, if, if it's as deadly as they claim, people would sit down yeah, and, or have sat down. And you know what? And, and then you start to comply and you start to be, you start to be reasonable. Right. right? But I think we're at a point where you Fuck shouldn't you. be fucking. Yeah, reasonable. no, right. you shouldn't be. Yeah, right. None that's, of us should be. Yeah, right. That's right. And, and, right. and I think that's the other side. You know, when you, I always say, hey, you, you show me a problem, follow, find, find the money. Right. 100%. And when you start incentivizing the vaccine, I mean, man, I watch, so I don't watch TV anymore. To your point, to the first point you made, like I don't watch TV anymore because right. it's, I mean, it's absolutely fucking pointless. Right. But I do watch YouTube TV in the morning because I can watch Fox Business, right? So, but every, and I don't pay for the premium because I'm cheap. So I get the, <laughs> I get the, 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 the free version. And the free version has a commercial. Every commercial is some type of incentive or propaganda around getting the vaccine. Every fucking right. one. 100%. And I'm sitting here. Now you can get college scholarships. 100%. You can get deduction of credit card debt. It's, I mean, it's absolutely yep. insanity. Because right? the thing is, how the incentives 
are still lesser than the, the the amount of money that they set out to make from this vaccine. Of course. That's just so, the thing. And so you start, you know, you start adding one and one and you're like, what the fuck is going on here? And and I think this is where, you know, where I personally struggle because, you know, I went to Home Depot this weekend, right? We're mask free at this point. County finally let us go. And I walk into Home Depot because you, you made a mention about, you know, we need men to stand up. And this is the point that I, that I think I'd like to really bring back to is, you know, Maybe you don't need to go to city council and maybe you don't need to go run for mayor. Maybe you don't need to be a congressman. But what you do need to do is take your goddamn mask off when you're walking through Home Depot. You know, like you need to stand up and at least have the courage to to fight for yourself and for your children, for your freedoms, for your neighbor. Like, I don't care how uncomfortable they still like you walk in Home Depot. They still have a massive sign that says hmm. mask must be worn. And so you watch everybody like little people. They just walk in and keep right. putting it on. Take right. the motherfucker off, right. man. Like 100 percent, you know, and I think it starts there. If yep. We're, well, the new thing too, dude, is, well, you you must not, you must have got the vaccine. Which one did you get? It's right. none of your motherfucking business. Right. That's, that's right. Answer. Uh, and that's a real simple answer. That's right. right. It's none of your business. That's right. right. And, yep. and, you know, even the most passive of humans can utter those words. Right. So for those of you looking, you know, because that's going to be the next shame thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, you don't have a mask on? What vaccine did you get? None <laughs> of your motherfucking business vaccine. Right. That's what I got. You should have got the same one. Right. I'll be real curious to see how they implement the travel restriction. That's right. going to be my, I think that's where. If, well, if, Fauci came out yesterday and was talking about the passport necessity. I don't think anybody believes anything this guy says anymore. But right. How do you feel about that testimony that he did with Congress? You see, you follow that? You, with, um, I've seen a lot of them, but there's, you know, he's as corrupt as can be. He talks out of both sides of his mouth. Yeah, he does. You know, and the thing is the, the field of practice is what graduates the true physician. Fauci's an administrative doc. He is bought and paid for. He is a puppet. He's not for the people. And he knows nothing about true health. He is a puppet, a pharmaceutical puppet that's there to pay. He is basically just whatever big pharma says, he's he's there. That's right. Bill Gates is in his back pocket. NIH is in his back pocket. NIH has uh, patents on the Moderna vaccine. If you look at the CDC, their patents with vaccination companies and Fauci, they're all just high-fiving each other in the back room. Mm-hmm. Fauci is not for the people. He is not an ally to the to, to Americans and to mm. true patriots and to the people. He should be arrested for crimes against humanity. And he is a corrupt individual. And that's why, you know, you say in the beginning, oh, don't wear the mask. And, you know, if you, only if you're symptomatic. Now it's like everyone should be wearing a mask. And now you got to wear two, two masks. masks. Two masks, <laughs> right. But, you know, it's just, it's really criminal. And, you know, I wanted to go back to, you know, just take the mask off at Home Depot, what you said. Uh, two weeks ago, I was going to my kid's soccer game and my wife said, run to Chipotle quick to grab lunch. So I went in there and I haven't been to Chipotle in a long time. I went in there and, and, uh, you know, uh, there was a long line of people and they all had masks on. I walk in there, I was the only got the mask and the register guy said, Hey, you need a mask on in here. And I said, well, I'm not wearing it. And, uh, he, and he goes, well, it's our policy and pulls up a huge bag of masks. And I said, I don't think you heard me. I'm not wearing that, you know? And, and then, uh, he looked at the other employee and then he just walked off. I thought he was going to go get a manager. Well, then I just sat there in line and then another guy came to the register. I guess he just said, I'm done. I'm frustrated. And then I got to order my food. (laughs) (laughs) Extra pico de gallo, please. (laughs) And the couple next to me took theirs off. That's right. And they said, thank you. And I was like, and I went over to him. I said, that's how we end this. Bro, that's right. That's how, dude, when him and I went to vote. Yep. So DJ and I went to vote together uh, right over here at the library. He forced me. Yeah. Of course, I made him vote for Trump. <laughs> so, so fucking, we're there's a line literally around the building to vote, right? 
Fucking everybody's wearing American flags. This is also how I know it's fucking bullshit. Right. Not one of those motherfuckers voting for Biden. Not no. one. Okay. So not we, at that voting place. No. <laughs> no. So we we get in the uh in the line, everybody's got a mask. We're at the back of the line. And we're just back there chilling, you know, having jokes and talk. We're, you know, dude, if you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. I don't really care. But don't say shit to me. And uh, and that's been the attitude the whole time. You guys with the one to wear the mask, fucking wear them. I don't give a fuck. But show your fucking face when you look at me and say whatever you're going to say. You're going to get a fucking knuckle sandwich. So, dude, so we're standing there and and we had to wait in this line for an hour. It took an hour to go through the whole line. So it's funny because it shows you what people's, uh, how they operate in social in social pressure, right? So we're the only ones. And then we went through the line and every single person in front of us had a mask. When we got to the, the the front of the line, getting ready to go in the building of vote, we looked back. Only fucking like two people had masks on mm-hmm. out of the two hundred or three hundred in line. That's the power. Yeah, that's the power, guys. If you just step up and just say, "Hey, no, I'm not doing it," bro. You know the craziest thing that actually like just came to me. The lady that passed. You remember the lady that passed out? Yeah, she had a fucking mask on. Yeah. So this older lady yeah. was standing in line. She had a mask on and she passed out. The eye. It was kind of hot that day. It was. Yeah. It was a little warm and she passed out and I went to go help her out and stuff. But it's like. It was insane. She required medical attention. She was standing in line with a mask on. It was kind of war- war- warmer than it had been for a few days. Yeah. And she passed out. It was insane. Right in front of us, dude. That's crazy. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I've seen that too. Like, you know, just just by putting that mask on, people with a double mask. And I've seen the, you know, the guy at the physician has the oxygen meter saying, oh, it doesn't decrease your oxygen. It's like, you know what? Go run a mile with yeah. that mask on yeah. and tell me if you have a hard time breathing. You know, I mean, these people are out of shape wearing these masks. It's yeah. like, it's absolutely going to affect your oxygen levels. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. And there's a reason why when you go into the ER, no matter what the fuck you go in for, they stick an oxygen tube in your nose. Right. right. You know, and right. a thing on your finger to read it. Right. Like there's a reason for that, guys. Right. It's because it's important. Right. hundred percent. What's your take on the, the, the medical uh, procedures and stuff that was done when COVID first happened? So th- there was a big thing with people getting intubated. Like that was a huge procedure that was done. Everybody that came in with COVID- they were they were medically induced and, and, and got put on a on a on an ET tube. But it's it's coming out that that actually killed a lot of people because if it's not a general surgery problem and you have respiratory issues, I believe the statistic is like twenty six percent you only have like a twenty six percent chance of coming off the ventilator when you have a respiratory pro, uh, problem going on. So what's your take on all of that? Well, first of all, you have to look at going back, those people in in, in a blunt way of saying it, they were mistreated. Yes. And it was, and that's criminal, right? They're mistreated because they were misdiagnosed. Because and they were still labeled as COVID deaths. COVID deaths, because you have a, a faulty testing, first of all, to diagnose them with, which, by the way, in a clinical setting, to make a diagnosis, in order to make a diagnosis, we need, uh, you come in as a new patient. We have subjective findings. You have demographics. We put all the uh, your problems, basically, symptomatology in a, in a category called subjective findings, okay? Then we have objective findings. You go in there and say, well, can we measure it? What's the testing, the diagnostics, the radiology, everything? Can we put my hands on it, temperature, all that falls under the category of objective findings. And then you make an, an assessment to make the diagnosis. Okay. Now this faulty testing, the PCR, we talk about the yes, the cycle rate and all that, but it's really faulty because it doesn't hold up in a clinical diagnostic setting. Because if I have a, a false positive, what subjective findings do I have? Zero. What objective findings do I have? Zero. So if I was a medical auditor going in and doing an audit on you, I'm going to say, let me see your notes. You have nothing to court that correlates and corresponds to this PCR test. That means that this test is faulty. So going back to these people that were in these ventilators and the hospitalizations, it's those people were mistreated. 
That's the best way to say it because the testing is faulty and they had other issues. They were probably having heart uh, a heart disease or a heart issue or other things that were going on, but we were so panicked and we, we instilled this fear into our nurses and our healthcare workers that they were doing and what they thought was the best thing for these patients. And now we have this, um, you know, these people that have died of mistreatment. And that's the thing, like the, the, you know, my, my, uh, one of my favorite patients, he had a, um, he had like four heart surgeries and he had, uh, you know, he had like three or four heart attacks. Okay. He was 80 something years old and he was out, he was having his fifth heart attack, went to the hospital and, uh, they tested him for uh, COVID and he tested positive, but he had all the signs of a heart attack mm-hmm. and guess what? They put him on a ventilator. He died. Mm-hmm. And guess what? They want to let the family come in to be a counsel for him, no. to help him out, to be, right. they left the family out and then they want to have a funeral for him. I was like so irate. I wanted to storm the hospital. Yeah. One it's, of my best friend's dads, the same exact thing happened to him. Exactly the same thing. Right. He was fine. He had a little issue. He ended up going to the ER, tested positive for COVID. They put him on a ventilator. He died. Right. Alone. I mean, right. Alone. Yeah. Alone. And to me, that is, that is so criminal. It is, it is, it's evil. And one of my, cousins he has muscular dystrophy he's my age he's got kids they wouldn't let him see his kids mm-hmm. and i'm like you know i saw him uh he finally got to see his kids after a whole year that was his lifeline mm-hmm. okay and it's like you know i guarantee you uh that he would rather die of COVID 19 than of loneliness mm-hmm. just like the people in Greeley, colorado they were protesting these people in nursing homes they were isolated they were mistreated because they couldn't see their family if I wasn't in their situation, I would be freaking out. There's like, a there's a guy at, a, at the nursing home by our house, the one we passed a thousand times as a kid. He stands outside and he protests every day. But they uh, won't let him in because he's not vaccinated. Right. To see the thing. And so we we so my wife makes a remission. She calls and tells the lady how evil she is. I mean, he just wants to see his mom. Amen. Right. He just wants to see his fucking dude, mom. Dude, right. And they won't let him in the door. Right. So think about this too now. You got um it, there was a, a a friend of mine, he's in the service, he gets deployed. If you're deployed, Prior to last week, you'd have to quarantine for 14 days if you're uh, in the service, okay? And so you have to be, you have to quarantine for 14 days. And now they're saying, um, if you don't get the vaccine, vaccine, you have to quarantine uh, basically the whole time. You don't get to go to chapel. You don't get to have extracurricular activities there. Uh, you can't talk to anybody. You have to be isolated. You have to talk to people through a phone. And um, and that's if you don't get the vaccine. And you're only out allowed out to do your duties, and so the same thing that going back to the nursing home, I had another patient, his grandpa was in the nursing home and he's a smart guy, very sharp minded. Um, I mean, he still has his mind. He's 80 something years old. And he's like, I'm not getting that vaccine. There's no way they kept him in his room. They said, you're not allowed to leave your room isolated unless you have proof because you're a threat to us. Yeah. This whole thing is fucked up, dude. Right. This is fucking insane. This right. is the pressure. And like, the, dude, you motherfuckers listening to this, right, you better right. start standing the fuck up. Right. Dude. Right. But I want to say this, like, cause they're going to blame the unvaccinated for of the course. cause of disease. We have to understand that they're going to blame the unvaccinated for the cause and spread of disease. And the vaccine is a pharmaceutical product. So think about this, a pharmacy, let's just change the word, not vaccine. Let's just call it for what it is. It's just a pharmaceutical. Like, let's say, um, if you don't take Zoloft, you're going to spread only happiness and depression everywhere. You need to take Zoloft. No, and the next it's, move, the next move, Ben, is not that. Do you guys, I, I'm, do you guys understand what the next move after that is? The next move after that, which is what people don't fucking get and why you need to stand the fuck up right now is those people who didn't get the vaccine are a danger to society. 100%. They're a danger to society. It's us or them. Right. It's us or them. I know this is evil putting these people on a train to go here and do this, but it's us or your family. 
Like you guys don't fucking get it. That's where this is headed. This is this sort of tyranny and this sort of regime, the communist socialist program, which is what we have in America right now. We just have Biden on TV today talking about everybody getting 500 bucks every two fucking weeks for every kid they have extra over what they get. The, the, the dude, you guys don't understand what's happening and you think you're going to passively sort of allow, you know, someone else is going to handle it. It's not going to happen. No one else is going to handle it. You have to stand up for your kids. You have to stand up for your future. You have to stand up for your friends. They are too weak to fucking say anything. Okay. It's you. And that's the problem here. Everybody's looking around saying, well, it's this guy's job or it's that guy's job or, you know, Ian Smith standing up. These politicians are standing up. Yeah. Yeah. Andy's saying this. Dr. Ben's saying this. Blah, blah. No, motherfucker. You need to say it. And you need to do it because, dude, that's where this ends. This ends with, with, and it might be a year. It might be two years. You can look at Venezuela. It's the same fucking thing. It's going to end up with, they're a danger to everybody. And we're doing what's best for humanity. Mm-hmm. And if you don't think that's what's happening and you're going to say, oh, you're crazy, just fucking wait. Just wait. Right. Doc, I got a question in the, cause I'm the, I'm the, the black sheep of our school for the kids. Right. And it's been a very, um, my kids go to like a, what I would call a, it's a higher education liberal. It's more liberal school. Right. But the guys, he's actually been very good. I would say in the grand scheme of things, but I'm the black sheep. I go in and battle everything. You know, they, they, they start to creep down this, the private schools in St. Louis, at least they're starting to creep down this. Hey, if you have, if your kids are vaccinated, they don't have to wear a mask mm-hmm. or excuse me, if they're vaccinated, they don't have to wear a mask, but if they're not, they can come to school, but they have to wear a mask. Mm-hmm. What's your take on, on this whole, or I'd be curious, like in Omaha, how does it look? Or where do you see the future of the kids and driving the vaccine into, Hey, if you want your kids to go to school, they have to be vaccinated. Where do you stand? How do you see it laying out? Where, where's the, so I think it's been the plan all along. Yeah. I, agree. I mean, you know, that's, that's why, you know, back in 2017, they were coming after our exemptions because we have medical, uh, religious or philosophical exemptions to, 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 you know, for vaccinations to be entered into school. But, you know, that's what's coming. They're going to say, if you're um, unvaccinated, then you're going to have to wear a mask. Nebraska Furniture Mart's getting flack right now because the employees are going to be wearing bracelets that says I'm vaccinated. Um, or if you're, if you, uh, if you're unvaccinated, you have to wear a different color bracelet and they're discriminating against these people. And, and so what I foresee is that we're gonna have an explosion, if not already of homeschoolers, which I think is phenomenal. I love, we, you know, I love homeschooling. Do you homeschool your children? We did. I, you know, and I used to think it was the weirdest thing in the world. Yeah. Some of my, <laughs> some of my best friends are homeschooled and I'm like, you guys aren't weird. You know, you're not socially handicapped. Maybe they are. And I just love yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Right. You got bad friends. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. I got bad friends. Right. But you know, they're, they're some of the smartest people I know. They're the most outgoing people I know. And you know, they're very, they're, you know, they're awesome people. And I was like, man, they, 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 they turned my whole perspective around yeah. on homeschooling because, you know, schools now, they don't teach the kids um, how to think. They teach them what to think. That's right. right. It's this indoctrination program, basically. And, it's, and anymore, it's like a socialistic indoctrination. And, and that's the problem. And so if we can, like, that's why I love homeschooling. There's freedom in homeschooling. You can teach the kids what they want. You can go right to their interests. You can learn. It's more one-on-one. And so I think there's going to be an explosion of homeschooling families, which is, I think is a good thing. Yeah, we, sure. yeah, we, we, so if I, you know, this battle continues to creep where they start, I, I've already made the decision that I'm going to rent a spot. Yeah. I got enough friends, you know, we create Dude, our own school. Fucking school. Right. I'm going to buy a bus and Dude, you know what? RTA school for children. No, right. but 
For real? No. Yeah. Just, and, and, you want to teach your kids how to win? You send them to Andy Frisella. Well, no, we can. I, I already t- like 50 grand a year. I, I will employ a staff. I mean, I'm going to make You're a right. real school right. you around should. and, you know, and, and teach them life. And here's, here's I'm a in on that. Here's no, a way around the next it. Build, I was going to yeah. ask you. So if the laws in Nebraska, and I'm not sure about here, but if you have a, in Nebraska, as long as you are the per, like the primary teacher. So if you do the teaching most of the time, you can send the kids to like a school, like you're talking about for like two days a week and they're homeschooled the rest of the week. You can help the parents out. And right. a lot of parents need help. Obviously right. it's scary for the parents to go, Oh my gosh, uh, I need to homeschool my kids. And these kids are usually in a program, what school eight to eight to three or eight to four. Most of the time, right. you don't need to homeschool that long. I mean, cause think about all the, all the breaks, all the recess, standing in the line, disruptions in the classroom. You know, we homeschool for a few hours a day and it's done. You know, you my know. kids are going to, they're going to go in the woods. They're going right. to go to city Amen. museums. Listen, they're going to go to, you let's, know. Let's just be fucking real, dude. Kids, you need to know a little bit of shit. All right. You're, right. you're, you're, if you're going to be a doctor, if you're going to be an attorney, if you're going to be a lawyer, you're going to do these things, specialized knowledge. But the reality of what kids need to learn is going to be taught by their parents. Amen. Period. Amen. Okay. And t- the kids t- getting taught by these people. Here's what's happened, guys. We took our eye off the fucking ball for too long. Mm-hmm. America, people who believe in America, you know, they're trying to pass this thing now, like extreme patriotism. Right. Get the fuck out of here, dude. Right. Okay. Oh, so we believe in the actual constitution and the values that this country was founded upon, mm-hmm. meaning do the right thing, open discussion, the right to bear arms. All men are created equal. Um, we have the greatest American, one of the, who I think is the I actually think Dr. Martin Luther King might be the greatest American to ever fucking live. Well, that's right. Okay. No, I'm being serious because he transcends all the differences that humans are infatuated with for some reason. Like what difference does it make? What pigment of someone's skin? Like you have to be a low level thinking motherfucker to literally look at a human and think about their skin color like that. We shouldn't even be doing that at all. And it doesn't, we've taken our eye off the ball and we've allowed people who are not smart, who don't believe in America, who don't believe, create this idealistic framework of the way shit should be, which is um, everybody should be equal. Fuck, dude, it doesn't work like that. There's not enough resources. And if everybody is going to be equal, everybody's going to be poor as fuck. Look at every country who's ever put in this type of situation yeah, there's equality. Equality of my life is fucked. You know what I'm saying? Is that what you want? Yeah. Because, dude, that's what these guys, this is what that looks like in real life. Oh, well, socialism, communism has never been properly executed and we can do it better. No, we fucking can't. It's a flawed system and it's based off supply and demand. That means there's limited number of resources. And when you spread those limited number of resources equally amongst everybody, everybody gets shit. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're better off allowing people who are good hearted run their companies, run their businesses, provide careers, provide jobs, and let that wealth trickle down the proper way. And dude, you know, they point to people and they say, well, you know, the people like me who own mid-level businesses and they say, well, you're just fucking greedy. No, no, I'm not. If you go out there and talk to every single person, they all, they all are building a career. They're all making good money. They're all doing what they can to progress forward. And they're all fucking pretty much happy with their career paths. That's what usually happens when you allow companies to exist. And when they, when they, what they should be doing is pointing to people like Bezos or fucking these Gates or these other gigantic companies who own uh, uh, Facebook who are disproportionately 
uh, controlling the wealth of, of the world and wonder where the fuck their tax dollars are. Where are they contributing? It's not me or people like me that are causing the problems here. We're doing entrepreneurship correctly. It's those guys that you seem to like jock their nuts for some reason because you don't understand what the fuck they're actually doing. If those guys all pay the same percentage of tax that people like me pay, we wouldn't have problems in this country with socioeconomic differences. But they allow these big-ass companies to dodge paying their fair share, right? People say, oh, well, you know, do they pay their fair share? And they, they're talking about what they think a wealthy person is, which is like the person in their town that has the big house. That's not what they're talking about when paying the fair share. They're talking about these dudes you will never meet in your entire life because there's only 10 of them who control most of the fucking money who don't contribute back properly. And that's the problem with capitalism right now. Okay, is there a problem with capitalism? Yes. The problem is not everybody's paying by the fucking rules of it. Right. That's the problem. And I don't know, I'm getting off on a tangent. No, but especially when they can rewrite the rules that's to right. benefit themselves right. because they're they in control. Figured out, well, it's crony capitalism. That's, that's yeah. correct. Right. They figured out that if I, if I, the richest man in the world, write you, the president, a fucking check or you, the senator, a check, mm-hmm. which really... I can give you a million or two million bucks and you're going to do everything I say. A million or two million bucks is five bucks to us Right for them. Like, dude, what are we fucking doing? We need some real leadership, guys. We need some of you men who listen to this show to get interested in what's going on in the world and not be interested in Longmire or fucking Yellowstone or fucking Walking Dead, right? We have to start paying attention because, dude, these people are ruining our future and your kids' future and their kids' fucking future. And if you don't stand up right now, and I'm talking to you men who are between the ages of fucking 20 and 40, if you don't stand up right now and take control of what the fuck is going on, bro, you are fucked and your family's fucked and their families are fucked. And that's a fact. Yeah, and I, I, I'd like to piggyback that because it starts in your own home. It does. You know, and it starts with your own daily actions. It doesn't, you don't have to, I mean, it's, this is the thing, you know, because- like Doc, you know, it's, I'm most fearful for my kids. Like for me, like I don't give a fuck. You know, like hey man, you're gonna yell. Oh, you're gonna yell at me to put a mask. Oh, okay, I'm good. <laughs> but when en- you know Enzo, we walk everywhere. My son's really inquisitive. Dad, how can you never wear a mask? You know, we always have this conversation. So I'm always reinforcing. Hey man, nobody's ever gonna make us wear a mask. That's just you're just dealing with it right now. Oh, hey, Doyle yeah. rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, but you see, you know, like in Home Depot, I I use the example because you walk in and here's the here's the one dad who's, you know, he's probably a listener, right? He walks in fucking mass free and here's his kids who are, you know, eight and 10 year old little girls behind him. They're covering mm. their face because they've been, in, you know, listening to this shit and their friends and the peer pressure of what's happening at school and what's happening in their environment because they're forced see, to wear masks. And it's like, even when the dad now is telling them, hey, we're not going to wear masks in the school. They they're like walking well, through the they're storm. They're telling those fear. kids in school to tell they they tell those kids at school now to tell the teachers if your parents don't believe or wear masks. Right. Like, dude, this is insane. 100%. This has to stop. It has to stop. Like, is you it? motherfuckers telling kids to do this shit to right. their own families, y'all right. can fucking eat shit. That's right. right. And and dude, I am sick of it, dude. We we are bending over the entire constitution of this motherfucking country for one or two percent of the population. Right. Right. And I'm fucking done. Right. Okay. And all you should be done too. Who gives a fuck if they call you a name? Fuck them. These people do not contribute to society. They go out and try to cancel everybody. Fucking bring it, bitch. You don't buy anything anyway. Okay. You don't even have fucking jobs. You're sitting at home getting a fucking check from the government. What fucking power do you have? 
All the motherfuckers out there that are contributing to the world are fucking doing shit. And that's the problem. The problem is everybody out there who's creating income and positive contribution into America, they're busy doing that. And we've allowed all these knuckleheads to come in and fuck with our shit. And it's time to say, hey, no more. Hey, no. And it's real simple. And I just wish that people would wake the fuck up. And I could see them waking up. But guys, I told you this shit over a year ago. I mean, I'm getting tired of saying it. Dude, in fact, uh, I think you guys may remember. And if you don't, uh, we'll throw the clip in of where I actually said back in June that this virus was likely to have come from Wuhan uh, via Dr. Fauci. Go ahead and throw that clip in. Let them see what they think. First thing that's important to understand is that COVID was developed here in the United States. It was then moved to China because American sanctions made it too dangerous to develop here. And guess who it was moved by? It was moved by Anthony Fauci, his team, and Barack Obama to Wuhan. And dude, we could have known this a year ago and saved us a fucking whole lot of trouble had you taken your eyes off your fucking Netflix and paid attention. And that's the truth. And dude, if we don't wake up and we don't start caring like you have, sir, which I greatly appreciate, we are all in deep shit. That's it. So what do you want to live in? Do you want to live... You know, if you're thinking right now that I'm going to go along with this and we're going to be back to regular America and blah, 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 and it's just going to happen, you're wrong. It's not going to happen. They're not going to allow it to happen. So we have to be smarter. We have to get real people, men and women, who believe in the Constitution, who believe in the things that it represents, who believe that all people are created equal, who believe in the First Amendment and all the other amendments and everything else that this country fucking stands for, you motherfuckers need to stand up. You need to go to city council meetings. You need to go to PTA meetings. You need to go run for your local government. And when you guys go vote, you need to vote for these people. Okay? We don't have enough quality humans going right now. These politicians, they you guys have this, uh, uh, not you guys, but a lot of people have this perception that these politicians are the smartest people in the world. No, they're the dumbest motherfuckers in the world. They just went out and fucking got themselves elected. And you wonder why we are where we are. If they were smart... They wouldn't be out taking bribes for their living. They would be out making a business work, but they don't. And do we have to quit putting faith in these people that clearly do not give a fuck about what this country was founded upon? Where are you guys that actually care about this shit? You say you care. Where are you? That's all I'm saying. Where are you? Because, dude, you're letting guys like this or guys that you watch do your speaking for you. Okay, if you're not as comfortable speaking up, then at least share their shit and support the fuck out of it. Do that, okay? But this side, you go, the silent majority, oh, we're the silent majority. Where the <laughs> fuck has that gotten you? Right, right. That's what's gotten us to this point. And I, dude, I am, I, I'm gonna tell you right now, I don't give a fuck what you say to me. Fuck off. I'm gonna show up every day. I'm gonna do what I do. I'm going to make sure that all of these people are taken care of and that we continue to do a great fucking job. And that is my American motherfucking duty. Okay. A lot of you guys ain't holding it up. That's a fact. You know, oh, Andy, why don't you run for office? Well, fuck, man. Maybe I will. Maybe I will. But I can promise you this. It's not going to be for fucking my city mayor. You know what I'm saying? I, I got a funny story. So just, just more of a lighthearted, you know, so 
I'm a mask battler. You know, I make the uncomfortable situation happen. You know, I don't wait, care. Wait, wait. Like speaking of uncomfortable situations, how about your old boss yesterday? Oh, fuck. <laughs> it was awesome. He, he loved it. So you could tell like, Oh fuck dude. Uh, I've waited so long to fucking say that to that yeah, game, bro. Yeah, yeah. Andy said, I said, Oh shit. This so this is oh, awesome. no. I got to tell the story. This is great. John's an awesome John's dude. John's gangster. dude. He's he an awesome he, dude. That's the only reason I said it to him. Yeah, Cause yeah, I knew yeah. he's cool as fuck. And he cut so so you gotta tell the story. It's a little <laughs> off topic, but it's funny. So when when Sal came to work here, he was like the number one salesman at his old job in the world. And they're a big company. Okay. So Sal and, and so Sal goes to his mentor at his company, his boss, and says, Hey man, I'm thinking about taking this job. And by the way, it's a one third of what the fuck I make now. And you know, John's like, dude, don't do it. You're an idiot. Right. So so ten fast forward 10. 11 years later, we're sitting in the locker room over here yesterday. Fucking in comes John with Sal. And I see him and Sal's like, you remember my old boss, John? And like, I sure do. Remember when you told Sal not to take this fucking job? Yeah. <laughs> no, Andrew he got out of the chair. Like he got out, like yeah. he was all excited. I'm like, boy, he's really excited. Oh, he I wait to say it to him. <laughs> in my head, I said, oh shit. Like, oh, I no. didn't know it was going to be one of these meetings. Oh, <laughs> no, no. No, John's, John's gangster. In John's defense, I was no, leaving. Dude, he laughed. He, it, oh, he, that was great. He, he told me, he told me later, he said, I wanted to respond. <laughs> I'm just pissed that he didn't bring me with him. He's like, but I couldn't tell. Like he was pissed and I know he's pretty fiery. He's like, but you know, I didn't. And I said, oh, he would have laughed his ass off. No, no, know? no. I was pretending. I was no, pretending I, just yeah, to yeah, make yeah. the point. But yeah, I thought it was hilarious. John's like, <laughs> and he goes, and he's like, and to my defense, Sal, he's like, he needs to know that you were going to make twenty five extra grand a month when this new product came out. He's like, <laughs> and he's like justifying. I'm like, it's all good, man. Like, trust me, we're we're John, not being counted anymore. Bro, that was funny as fuck. Oh, he's a stud. And I'm gonna fuck with you more next time. <laughs> no, he, he's a stud. So I go back into uh, so everywhere that caused fucking bullshit right now that the county's lifted and I'm going to go back and return the favor, you know, so I'm going to walk in no mask. And I love, it's total Starbucks is everything against my <laughs> nature, but I make great fucking coffee. Like, and so I, like I, I drove, I, so I sat in a drive through line for the last year and a half, waited for fucking 20 minutes. Cause you know, this is the irony of it. You know, you, you can be in the drive through, they have the drive through window open, when you pull the front door in a Starbucks, it creates a draft, right? Everybody been in a house when a door slams. So here I am in my car and they, you know, everybody pulls the door open. It's sucking the air out of my car into their thing, but I have no mask on. So like the logic of what they do is ridiculous. But so there's one fucking girl who I would, anytime I would walk in with no mask on, she'd fucking scream, sir, mask. And I'd be like, I'm just grabbing my coffee and grab it and walk out. So <laughs> now that they lifted the mask mandate, the last five days I've walked into Starbucks every day. And I walk right over to the girl and say, hey, how are you? Are you having a good day? <laughs> and she fucking hates me, man. Bro, Pete, she fucking people, hates bro, me. Bro, these people have attached their fucking identity to this yeah. shit. Right. Bro. Strategically. 100%. They have, dude, we, me, DJ and I were in, in fucking Texas a week ago and we're driving down the highway, dude. And uh, he goes, hey, dude, check this out. I look over and there is a dude. Uh, driving, uh, not even an old guy or a sickly looking person, like a normal looking, I don't know, 35, 40 year old dude, black, uh, latex gloves on, mask on, fuck a face shield on, driving his car by himself. And so, dude, yeah, I know. And like, I'm uh, like, that's exactly wait, wait, wait. so. I look up so like, he's fuck, laugh, look at this guy. Like, our first, our first thing is to laugh. Like, yeah. what the fuck, bro? <laughs> Were you in the truck when we did that? Yeah, Dave saw it too. We're like, what the fuck? And I started thinking, I'm like, God, dude, like, they really fucked these people up. Yeah. Like scared the fuck out of them. Right. Like, dude, how scared of this shit do you have to be right. to be wearing gloves, a face shield, a mask at this point 
You see what I'm saying? 100%. Well, like, dude, we have to uh, we have to have some empathy for these people mm. because, dude, they're genuinely scared. And right. like when they finally realize that this has all been a fuck job, right? They're going to be the most pissed, right? Well, it's going back to the you know you said is this deliberate? Is this trying to engineer to get them to be sick? Yeah. If you understand like sympathetic overload, how the nervous system works, you know you have parasympathetic rest and digest, and if you're in a sympathetic fight or flight scenario, like if a bear was chasing you, your, your cortisol levels are going to go through the roof, which greatly diminishes your immune system, but we're not getting chased by bears. We're getting chased by propaganda and fear mongering. One of my great mentors, you know, I was taught that fear is the fire that fuels the furnace of disease. Yeah. What he meant by that is if we're in a fearful state, your immune system is not operating. Your body's saying, I got to get the heck out of Dodge. We're going to fight this bear but we're in a chronic state now of sympathetic fight or flight. Yeah. And so that dec- greatly decreases your immune system. That's why going back to say, this isn't about health. Mm-hmm. If it was truly about health, you'd have guys understand this and say, listen, you need to rest. You, that's going to be one of the best things for your immune system. It's going to help. Number, sleep is the number one way to metabolize cortisol levels in the body. That's going to you know help build the immune system. That's why when you're sick, get some rest, man. It's one yeah. of the best things you can yeah. do. Yeah, get yeah. some rest. You know, and, Avoid the sugar. That's, sugar yeah. is going to decrease, uh, raise cortisol yeah. levels. It's going to decrease your immune system. Yeah. But yeah. instead they give you a fucking donut. Yeah. Give you a donut. Yeah. That's the thing. And so <laughs> going back to that, but yeah. That's wild. You know, Bro, it's crazy, dude. It is hundred percent. It's like, it's like living in the upside down world. dude. It is upside it's down. Like, completely right. What the fuck is going on? Right. Right. Like, Hey, and this is what I feel like is going on everywhere, dude. Like, I feel like even like the people who are like, they haven't been paying maybe as close of attention as we have been paying. Right. Right. Um, and maybe they caught on to what's going on just recently because a lot of shit's starting to really come out where people are like, dude, fuck this. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people who w- were yelling at me a year ago are now writing me being like, I don't, hey, I was, well, was going to ask you that too. I'm getting a lot of people who, who are like, man, Frisella, I thought you were full of shit, bro. I was wrong. This is crazy. How'd you know? Like, I'm getting a lot of that shit right. in my DMs. Like people who are like, fuck, I thought you were full of shit. Now I see it. You get any of that? Lots. Yeah, me too. So the thing is, you know, starting out, I got a lot of flack. I got a lot of persecution. Yeah. But a lot of people, you know, I always say, don't let the negative fear in the positive many. Yeah. And, you know, you and you are a pioneer in this field and it's not easy to stand out. Wow. And, you know, there's times where I felt like I was the only one saying this stuff. And mm-hmm. But then, you know, thousands of people came in, sent me letters to my office. You know, I can't tell you the messages came from all over the world. It was the craziest thing. Dude, and I would say that, the positive support that that I've received has been far, I mean, I would say a thousand to one compared to the negative. hundred percent. Yeah. And so that. that's what you guys need to understand yep. too. Like you're, you got, we build this, this is the same thing that keeps people out of getting into business. You know, you think everybody hates you and everybody is going to make fun of you and everybody's going to laugh at you. No, one or two motherfuckers are, and the rest of the people are going to say, that's fucking awesome. And that's what you guys have to understand. You know, you're afraid you're, you know, I know what's happening right now. We have these, everybody has like one or two super far, like compliant people they know who are super loud and super active. And that's the left's agenda, by the way. Okay. And I'm not trying to be a partisan person because I've always considered myself a moderate, but I've been pushed towards more conservatism now, a hundred percent. Like I'm, I am far more conservative now than I was a year ago, just because the fucking goalposts have moved so far over to yeah, the left. Super polarized. Yeah, bro. And like, I'm not down with that shit. Like, I'm more of a like, hey, you kind of do what you got to do and I'll do what I got to do. But now we're getting to the point where that's infringing on our ability to even live. And it's starting to make started to make me understand the importance of standing firm in your beliefs and actually not 
saying, oh, well, I don't care what anybody else does. No, I fucking do actually care now. And that's what needs to happen is you guys who have been passive, you guys who have allowed, you know, your cousin or your so-and-so who's been super, you know, left and shame, because that's the technique they all use is shame, shame, shame. I can't believe this. You're a bigot. You're a, you're a conspiracy theorist. You're, you're a racist. You're a this, you're a that. You know what? Fuck off. You know, like, dude, fuck off. Like, and that's what we all need to get to. If we all get to that, then there's no power of these people. Like, hey, uh, I'm going to do me. Fuck you. And right. that's that, dude. Go ahead. There's only power if you allow them to have power. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I listen, you ain't, I don't give a fuck who you fuck. I don't care what you do in your house. You probably right. heard more F-bombs today than you've heard in probably in the last five years. <laughs> I was sitting there thinking, y'all read about this, man. I, I know. I was like, I was going to have my kids like, listen, I'm like, oh, man, this might, might be <laughs> yeah. a little bit older. I, I was, you know, if you, cause your pictures are showing on the, yeah, I'm right. in the conference room today and you got to understand, like I live like minute to minute to my schedule. So I don't know who's coming in or whatever. So I'm doing my little homework and I'm, I'm looking at this picture. I'm like, man, this guy's like the all American guy. He lives in Nebraska. He's got a golden retriever. He's got a white picket fence. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> Omaha, somewhere in middle of America. Right. And I'm sitting here thinking, wow, he's heard 42 fuck bombs. Yeah, right, 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 right. I've heard seconds. a lot. Yeah, yeah. it's good. It's His good wife's going to be like, who were these animals? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Dude, he's going to be like, I really liked Dude, them though. Yeah, I like, I like, I like you know, Next show, I want an F-bomb tracker. Right. You know what? I, uh, I was real tempted to, to drop like I'll drop a swear word. You can say it, bro. I was like this. I might just do it because I, <laughs> I, uh, I was walking out of uh, Lowe's and there was a mask on the ground and I pushed my wife out of the way and I said, watch out. There's sheep shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, welcome. He's in. Yeah, I'm, in. So, I'm cool. I'm yeah, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I got, got, got so a minivan. Street yeah, cred yeah, now. Yeah. Oh, right, dude. Good. Uh, man, all that I know, is fucking hilarious. Yeah, bro, look, guys, here's the thing, man. It comes down to what I said in the last episode too. We're all we all have to share this 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 big this big piece of property called America, right? Amen. Like all these like all these things that are happening through the media, the things they're telling us. You know, the the uh, if it's not backed by actual statistics and data that shows this, like that, and I'm not talking about the data they put on the news. I'm talking about you actually going out and finding the actual data of these problems they say are these huge issues. If, if we have to start understanding that their goal is for us to not get along, it's for us to argue. And why would they do that? It's a shell game, dude. Hey, watch the show. And they dip in your pocket over here. All right. This is all about money. And this is all about power. And it's all about control. It's all about the evil shit that, you know, we like to think doesn't exist. And we're all getting a crash course that, no, actually it exists. And it's pretty powerful. And we need to come together and stand up for what's right. You know, dude, if someone wants to get the vaccine, okay. If you think that's good for you, okay. I personally wouldn't take something that, I don't know, never got tested and was rushed into this. And I'm not comfortable with that. And everybody should be respecting that. But- the problem is, is that we, we are so far apart now where, and that's the plan where they can, they're wanting us to turn on each other and say, like I said a minute ago, you know, those guys are the danger. They're the danger. They're the danger. I know it doesn't, I know it's not pretty. I know it's not, that's what's, that's what they're trying to preemptively condition you to accept. And this has happened many, many, many times in the, in the history before. And, you know, I don't know how to get people to see it other than what we've been doing. You know what I mean? It's, it's, I have a little bit better of a feeling about things recently um, than I have had in a, in a while, but man, this is uh 
it's a scary time. It is 100%. Yeah. You know, it's in powers that be are trying to divide the people. Mm-hmm. You know, we need to be reminded time to time that you and I are the government. Yeah. We are the we, government. Yeah. The people. Yeah. Not you know? we the people are the government. Right. And oh, we have fuck. we have these cor- uh, corrupted politicians and these powerful people that are hindering our ability to get in these positions. I mean, I campaigned for Ron Paul back in, in 2011. Awesome. And I saw so much corruption there. Yeah. It was unreal. I mean, they replaced Ron Paul delegates at their RNC convention with Mitt Romney delegates in the drop of a hat. Was like they were reading a teleprompted, scripted vote. Right. And they said it was scripted to say that the eyes have it when it was supposed to be a vote, but it was scripted and they replaced the Ron, Romney delegates and none, nobody knows about that. It was censored. The media, Ron Paul should have won. And they stole, the, just like Trump, you know, they, they they stole the election. And we got sleepy Joe Biden that he he's had more votes in history. Dude, like, and you can't even make a complete sentence. Bro, and not only that, let's look at the real world evidence. When right. the guy goes to speak, nobody shows up. Amen. The, Same, the, here's the, dude, I use this in the entrepreneur world all the time. Yeah, motherfuckers might have more followers than me. Yeah, a lot of people, you hear me say this all the time. A lot of people got a bigger following than me, blah, 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 blah. But notice that when they go to sell tickets to their events, they're selling their tickets for six months. I'm selling mine for 47 fucking seconds. Right. Dude. I think that tells a story. I just, I, just, I just saw this one funny thing. It was a clip of uh, Joe Biden's Facebook page, right? And so, like, unlike Instagram, when you like something on Facebook, it shows you, oh, you got two million likes, loves, and all of that. But then they open They're all laughy faces. It's all, it's like one million of laughy faces. I'm like, fuck, man. <laughs> Dude, probably saw that I will like, say yeah. this. In all fairness, <laughs> there's a lot of people on the on the right side making fuck making up fake shit too. Like it's 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 been. I have been a disappointed with some of the things I've seen from the right, you know. But I also understand the necessity of some of the things that have happened. Like I see a lot of, I see cancel culture completely flipped now. Like where it's like it's no longer all these left people canceling right people. It's all the fucking. American right people, patriotic people canceling these left people, which I think needs to happen temporarily just to prove a point. But we can't live like that. That's not a good way to live, you know, and we have to at some point remember where we live and that the freedoms exist for both for no matter what you believe. Right. We open discourse, open discussion. That's how problems get solved. And we've been conditioned over the last, I would say, 12 or 13 years since social media really became a thing um, for everybody to just attack each other when we don't agree, you know? And I believe this has all been purposefully orchestrated. I mean, if we look back at how Facebook operates, you know, back in the day, we, we would have conversations, right? You would say, hey, I think the sky's blue. And somebody below would say, I think the sky's Hazel. And then somebody will be, no, it's definitely blue. And you have this argument thing. Now what you have is one negative comment and they allow people to like it, which perpetuates the trolling type disagreement behavior. It reinforces it. Because now you're not saying things to constructively solve a problem. You're saying things to get the likes and to get the attentions, which divides people further apart than what they naturally would be. And I truly believe that that has been engineered on purpose for that to happen. I truly believe that our communication has become more divisive because of the tools that they've created for us to communicate. All right. We've removed the, the, the art of conversation and debate and replaced it with attention. What can I say to get the attention? And guys, that is, that is not going to end well for anybody. And by the way, 
If you participate in this cancel culture shit where you're piling on people, especially like I see this, you know, a business makes a mistake and then their customers go fucking insane. Um, People make mistakes. And guess who else makes mistakes? You do. I do. All of you do. We all make mistakes. And um, I believe one of the primary teachings of the Bible is uh, don't judge people. Well, right? He, he was with treat, treat people the way you want to be treated. And if you guys don't understand that when you contribute to this, eventually it's going to be your turn in the gauntlet and all your secrets and all your mistakes and all your shit's going to be out there for the world to see. Um, you might want to give people a little bit of grace. You know what I'm saying? Like that's something that's disgusted me in the last 12 months. Right. Like I understand we have to stand up, but you know, for the, the truth of the matter is, you know, I, I don't know. I feel a little divided on it a little bit. I have, I have, because for the last six or seven years, I mean, if you're a conservative of any sort, you've been getting blasted. hundred percent. But so you said grace, we need some grace. Well, what does that word mean? Yeah. It means undeserving love. Yeah. And it's like, I, I had a debate with a kid that's an extreme leftist. He's a complete liberal. And after the end of the debate, I said, you know, I said, I would die for your rights and freedoms to be able to speak. Yeah. Even if I don't agree with you, yeah. I said, you know, I don't agree with you, but I would still defend your right and freedoms to be able to say what you want to say. Absolutely. You know, and, and that's the world we need to come to. And, you know, we are so divided and that is an agenda. These people that are up these powerful people pulling the strings are dividing yeah. us with, with race division, with uh, labels, anti-vax or unvaccinated, whatever label they want to put on us to, to compartmentalize us, to control us, to divide us even more. And it's evil. Yeah. And it's really satanic. And we need to come together, love one another and say, you know what? You are my brother. And, you know, we might have different beliefs and different interests. That's the way God made us. And we need to come together and say, there is an evil being pushed on the people. Yeah. And that's where we're at. Yeah. Hating each other, guys, is evil. hundred percent. No matter what you want to say. Right. No matter, you know, a lot of people, they, they, you know, that's, again. But, that, but that's the thing. And, like, and it's so tough to do that. Like, I, I completely agree. Like, agree to disagree. I'll fight for the right for you to say it. Right. I, I get that. The problem is, is that that I guarantee you that guy couldn't say the same thing. Right. And like, that's the point. Well, they don't say the same thing. They, they don't. say, they, I hope you fucking die. They want COVID. us to die. You know what I'm saying? Like, they want yeah. us to shut. And, and so, like, if you are on the left, like. Your beliefs are your beliefs, but at least, at least give people that common decency, they won't. that respect. They won't. You know, we're past that point. You, you, it's going to end, end really, really badly. I understand that. But you, that's why I said I'm conflicted on what I'm saying right now at the moment, because I would like to be more like I've, I've, I've always subscribed to the idea of like, you know, live and let live. Yeah. And, but that's not going to be good enough for them. I think, I think, but I think that's where this this social darwinism is going to take us we there will be people who are truly 100% morally good people us right who who have those beliefs and then those people that don't that will not adjust to society they'll be they'll fall off well the other thing too to remember is they have been manipulated to believe that they're the major majority of the population when in fact they're only a small percentage right and right. once once these loud people start to realize that they've been screaming and yelling and fucking fucking with the people who are actually the massive majority, they're going to shut the fuck up. Right. Because that's what's been happening. They've been manipulated to be empowered, to be loud and be aggressive. And where are these people when Joe Biden shows up? Where's all these millions right. of people to show up? Right. You know, you okay. <clears throat> you want to argue that he's more popular than, than Trump? There's no fucking way. 
But you want to argue that he's more popular than Obama? <laughs> There's no fucking way. 100%. Dude, I liked Obama when he got elected. I was like, fuck, dude, this guy's got it. Like, it was all charisma smoke show, but. He had it. Yeah. At least he had that. And he had the people. And that, you know what's he's funny, good. dude? You know what's that funny? Way. Is I, I, I was rooting for him. I'm like, dude, you know what? I don't like what this dude says he's about, but people love this guy and he has the ability to bring people together. And that I'm was cool inspiring that. Yeah. to me. I yeah. was down with that. And he shit the bed. Fact. Okay. But we don't have that love happening anymore where people aren't, they're not even rooting for the people to win. And guys, that's the equivalent of drilling fucking holes in your own rowboat. Okay. You get out in the middle of the ocean this boat is your only way to survive. And you got another dude at the end of the boat that you don't particularly like. And so you start drilling holes in the boat. Like that's what you do. And that's what we're doing as a country. And dude, that's really stupid. You know, we have to, I think most people agree with what I'm saying here too. Like I, I just truly believe maybe I'm fucking completely delusional, but I, I truly from what I observe, and I, I've been all over the country, like this, in the last two months, I've been in multiple places of the country and watched and observed. Bro, I haven't seen any of these crazy people out there. Like, I don't see any of these crazy left crazy people. I don't see them. So they're taking a small voice of, a, of, of, of little centers of the country and making it seem like it's the entire country on the other, on the other side of the spectrum. Like also, like I've, I haven't seen a KKK mob. I haven't seen, Bro, you know I've never saying? seen somebody in a, I've never seen a KKK mob. Now, dude, I am a white male. Yeah. Fucking a handsome white male. That's from, right. From Missouri. That's from Missouri. Okay. And I have never in my fucking life actually seen a KKK person ever, never. And you would think like, I would, if anybody would see it, I'd fucking see it. Like, I'm here, I'm white, I'm in the middle of the country. Like, right. got tattoos you know, and a yeah, beard. Yeah. Like, dude, where, where, you know, like, I don't see it. And I'm not saying it doesn't exist. I'm, I know it exists. There's shitty people on both sides. There's shitbag people out there that are truly racist. There's shitbag people out there that are truly racist. Yes. Yeah, you see what I'm true. saying on the both, both, both sides. Ends. That's a whole other is thing. A two, is a double standard. Yeah, judging someone by their skin, no matter what color their skin is, is fucking racism. Or mm -hmm. one thing. Let's to put be that judged. to fucking bed right now. This bullshit about I'm I'm browner than you, so I can't be racist. Fuck off with that shit. It's not or true. You're not brown enough, so it, you're Uncle Tom. That's right. That's what you get. Yeah. Like Dude, that, this DJ. man gets more racist shit than anybody because he doesn't go. Like, who do you get it from? Oh, black people. Yeah. No, no, that's no, 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 no. Yeah, but where's that come from? White people. That comes from liberal white people, yeah. bro. That, that comes liberal from li liberal white, white women that are mad at their people fathers. Who live in, in middle class America yeah. who don't have any real fucking difficulties and they feel guilty for not having any. So what they do is they find a cause to root around point theirs, and, yeah. and, and then scream yeah. about it. Right. Motherfuckers, just shut up. <laughs> you don't, you don't, the, the, the data doesn't align with your narrative. It just doesn't. So yeah. The first, the first hole in the boat, your proverbial boat we talk about, was when they started taking God out of the schools. Yeah, and the Pledge of Allegiance, too. Yeah. 100%. I mean, when we, we, we tolerated that, like it was, I mean, looking back, like retrospectively, just ten, taking a peek, it's like, well, you know, I understand that not everybody believes in God. And so, we're, you know, we'll tolerate the Dude, multiple. We'll, we'll let the players If you go out. to public school yeah. in this country that the taxpayers pay for, you should have to do the Pledge of Allegiance every fucking day. I agree, 100%. Yeah. Dude, and where was the outcry, you know? I'm 
you know, I've been very heavily involved in my church and I really had a, uh, a hard time accepting the fact that all the churches conformed and complied yeah. on Easter, one of the holiest days of the year. You know, all the churches just closed down because they were afraid of this virus. It even got worse. Isn't that, what they tell, isn't that what Jesus told us exactly not to do? Right. And the people that say, you know, there was a guy at the city council, he's a young guy. He's like, well, Jesus would wear a mask. I wanted to go over to him. Oh, and like, fuck. You see that meme where the guy's like holding the lady's eyes? Yeah. Like, read uh, it. From yeah. like, read Psalms 91. Box, read when yeah, he was a yeah. leper. Like he like, you know, Jesus healed the leper. They said, stay away from the lepers. There was, you know, there was a social distancing back in the Bible. when, But Jesus went up to the leper and healed him. And he wasn't afraid of it. Did he have a mask on? Did he? So he he violated the the, the social distancing laws back in the day. But well, he Fauci should the, write him a ticket, bro. Right, right, <laughs> right, right. What? But you know, and you know, and then now you see these churches open up vaccine clinics. If your church is closed but open for vaccine clinics, find a different church. Yes. Okay. I had to go to a wedding, and and first thing, you know, Catholic wedding. I'm sitting there, and you know, my wife's in the wedding. I'm no mask, you know, I'm walking and he's the first thing he says is the archdiocese rule um, is that we require you to wear a mask. And it was like a mass presentation, not just to me. And I thought to myself, well, I'm going to get fucking escorted out here with this old wedding. <laughs> We're going to see how this shakes down. You know what? That's a point to be made. That's right. And right. you know what? He didn't, he let it be. And you watched him just kind of the story you were talking about earlier. Start trickling down. Then everybody started taking them off because it was funny. The wedding party didn't have to wear one. But they wanted everybody else to wear one. Oh yeah, and I laughed, well, and I'm like, Sal, "That's look, dude. This this is like every the, the term virtue signaling has been. I mean, people don't understand that that's all that is. All that is is them not wanting to irritate the uh, Susie homemaker middle class white woman who's going to go on Facebook and do a fucking live with their fake outrage about how fucking outraged she was that no that you didn't wear a mask. How unsafe she felt, yeah. I'm so tired of this fake outrage shit. Like, dude, fuck off. Like, until we all start saying that about this fake outrage that's going on in the world with every little thing. Dude, it makes, it, life sucks. Like, we can't even have comedians anymore because mm -hmm. somebody's offended. Fuck, how about this? The 1% who are offended, you guys go all hang out in California. Be with each other. <laughs> we'll take the rest. Yeah, you yeah. can keep the views. Dude. Yeah, you can dude. have the views. You can that's have that's all right. be Trump property. Yeah. All your resty people that want to see good jokes and have a good time with your buddies, you come on over here. Come to St. Louis. Yeah. <laughs> First Formville. Dude, you know how much fucking, you know how much we, him and I make fun of each other, bro? About oh, like, like it's all fucking day. And like we say all these jokes and guess what? Some of them are about the color of our skin yeah. and the things that we do and don't do. And he fucking makes fun of me for having mayo, being mayo. And like, you know, and we hot fucking- dog water, yeah. Yeah, like we talk about all this <laughs> shit, dude. And like, we, and, and it's funny because to us, it's no big deal. No. But then you get around somebody who's not used to it and like, dude, their face is like- <laughs> Right. Oh, that was John in the locker room. Oh, the other day. <laughs> oh man. Oh, he was bro. like this, holy shit. Bro. <laughs> Dude, we're supposed to be making fun of each right. other. We're supposed to be laughing at our differences. Right. Bro, if I'm not making fun of you, I don't even fucking like you. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, dude, this, we, man, everybody wants to be cool. Come hang out with me. All y'all, the rest <laughs> of y'all go over there. <laughs> like, dude, I, I'm just over it, man. I'm I'm just you, over we can start it. our own village, bro. We can have our own little, we, we take got our own village. Just in no, this, I know, but here. we can like buy an old town, like for real, Washington, Missouri. We'd go down there and take it all. Does DJ get to be the sheriff? You can. You or can the be, chef. You can be chef. <laughs> 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 
I feel like there's a better position. I just can't think of it. The sheriff. Bro, you no. could have the barbecue spot. No, let me let me do the hood housing. You don't even get it. Oh. No, I get the barbecue spot. Hood housing oh. is better, though. Come on. Uh, you, like listen, it. you said it. You, <laughs> you said like it. it. There ain't going to be no hood housing in our, in our community. And we're gonna gonna going to be a self-sustaining community, bro. Flourish. Wait till you see that athletic everybody, program. Everybody, bad everybody in our world is going to pay their tax. Yeah, right, right. And that way we won't need HUD. Right. And no. our kids are going to go outside and fight each other and sell some shit. They're going <laughs> to learn what a punch feels like. That's another thing. <laughs> Let's be real, dude. When people started getting arrested for getting in a fist fight to settle a little disagreement and started bringing guns and shit, the world went to shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, there used to be a time in America where if two men had a, a, a strong enough disagreement, they talked. If it didn't work out talking, they might punch each other in the nose a couple times. And at the end of that, there's a bonding experience that says, hey, bro, I'm sorry. I respect you. And that's been removed from society. Like there's, I know that sounds crazy. And I know people are going to say, you're condoning violence. Minimal violence sometimes. (laughs) No, listen, that has solved issues for eternity. And now we've removed it from society and replaced it with litigation and being arrested and I'm not saying go beat the shit out of everybody you disagree right. with, but sometimes it's fucking healthy. Well, 100%. no, when there's no consequences to an action, you just continue to the action because yes. there's no consequences. And that's the problem we're dealing right. with. Right. Nobody's afraid of getting punched in the motherfucking face. That's, that's right. exactly right. You got, you know, people say yeah, it's a it's a war on masculinity. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's the thing. It's like, you know, I love what you said. Like people are, get away with so much yeah. saying stuff without getting punched yeah. in the mouth. Bro, when I grew up and you grew up, you know, and you, all of us, not you though, yeah, but I fought. He's I only twenty five. I know, he's a young little dude. I fought. Here. I fought. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> when we grew up, you get fucking punched yeah. in the mouth, right? <laughs> and like it taught us, you know, like the things you could say and the things you can't say. Not 100%. saying that to South, yeah, dude. <laughs> you know where my lines at? I will tell you that it's very clear that a big portion of the younger percentage of society has no idea where that line is, and like. Some of y'all deserve a knuckle sandwich, bro. Yeah, just like Mike Tyson said, everybody's got a plan until you get punched in the fucking mouth. Hey, man, listen, every time I've got my ass kicked, learned a lesson. I might not have deserved it that time, (laughs) (laughs) but I deserved it. (laughs) I got away with something over here. It all averages out. That's right. Cost averaging. That's right. But the truth is, is like, you know, dude, you brought up masculinity. Like, you guys listening, man, you cannot be shamed into being not masculine like and being masculine isn't about like having a beard or having tattoos or whatever the fuck they think it is it's not anything about that it's about taking a fucking stand for what's right protecting your family providing for your family looking out for your community has nothing to do with what they say it does like dude i've been called toxic toxically masculine uh, we're, we're toxic be- as fuck because yeah. of my beard and my tattoos <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? Mm-hmm. It's just how I decide I wanted to look. It has mm-hmm. nothing to do with my masculinity. Okay, there's lots of masculine or, or men out there that have no capability to provide, have no capability to protect, have no capability to um, look out for their community. They have beards and tattoos, bro. Like a whole bunch of them. All right, and they usually got like a little bun up here. All right, <laughs> it's the truth. It's the fucking truth. All right, red shoelaces. They're drinking. They're drinking something with soy in it. All right? That's right. But the thing is, guys, is like you cannot be afraid to be what God made you to be. And mm-hmm. our role in society is men. It's to do things that women can't do and children can't do, and look out for their well-being and our community's well-being. And America needs to return to that. It's not about white supremacy or male supremacy. 
No, it's about fulfilling our role in a functioning society. And, and dude, that cannot be, you cannot, you cannot calm that because you're afraid that someone else wants you to be something else. First of all, you're going to be miserable. Second of all, you're going to be confused. All, all these young men are confused, very confused. Okay. And then third of all, the, the role of our society is vacated where there should be men and it's causing a whole bunch of shit on the back end to happen. And by the way, that's by design. That's a cultural design tactic of a communist uh, uh, insurgency. Okay. If you go to China right now, they're teaching their young men to be fucking warriors, to be men. Why would they make our men weaker and their men stronger? Think about that. Like, dude, we are the most vulnerable we've ever been, as far as I know, to, 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 to being ruled over by another country. And that's getting lost in the equation. Do you, I've said this for years. Do you guys understand that they don't see us the way we see us? They don't see black American, black woman, white woman, gay woman, gay man, this, that. They don't see those labels, bro. They see us all the same, Americans. And, and, and if we don't start seeing ourselves all the same, they're going to come fuck with us because of that. It's very simple. It's very simple. We are weak right now because we look at each other and we say, well, you don't represent it. Motherfucker, that is not even a real problem. That's not even a real problem. We're making up shit to weaken our communities because they're telling us to. And you're going to find out the hard way that it's not for our benefit, whether that happens tomorrow or six months from now, or fucking six years from now. Men have to be men, okay? And if you're a gay man and you decide that you want to date another man, that doesn't remove you from your obligation to society. There's plenty of gay men that are very masculine, okay? I'm not saying uh, we have to do this or that or this. I'm not trying to intrude on your rights or whatever. Do whatever the fuck you want. But we cannot allow society to keep us from fulfilling our obligation to society. And that's what's happening right now. It's very, 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 very scary. You know, I mean, dude, if China came in today and started fucking attacking us and rolled troops over the, there wouldn't even be a fight. There wouldn't, there wouldn't oh, be okay. a fight. It's just, I love Chinese. That That's what would be, that's what would be on the news. Chinese food is actually pretty good. No, but yes. they, the headline would be China hand delivers their, Gourmet cuisine to the to America. Bro. They're so sweet. Like that would be the fucking news if they rolled fucking tanks across the border. China's here to help us. Biden writes writes into law. Every major city has to have a Chinatown. That's what it would be. Fuck, man. Closing thoughts, Doc. Well, I just I you know, I wanted to come here to inspire your listeners to yeah. to, to be proactive in this fight. You know, the opposite of courageous isn't being a coward. It's really conformity. Yeah, and indifference. Indifference and, and conforming and and we need to take a stand and come together. I yeah. think that was such a just well said. And just yeah. I'm glad we ended on that. We need to come together. <clears throat> the people that are in masks and the people that believe this, you're not my enemy. You're not our enemy. No. We need to come together and realize that this is much bigger than a pandemic. And if anything, if we learn anything from this, the CDC or pandemic emergency does not supersede our inalienable rights of the Constitution. And being a patriot doesn't mean um, that you love your government. It means that you love the people and it love, you, love your, you love your country. And that's what being a patriot means. 
And no, I've been labeled as all the labels you can imagine, right wing, white supremacist, whatever you want to label me. But really what I care for is the truth and care for the people. And right now the, the soil for the truth is rich and we need the people are starving for what we have to offer. And that's why I came here time away from my family, my kids to, 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 to plant the seeds of truth. Cause I know people are starving for it. Well, look, man, I, first of all, I've been wanting to get you on the show for a while. So I really appreciate you coming down and being on the show. Um, but second of all, thank you for doing what you're doing, man. Like it's a, it's a beacon of hope. And and I know there's probably a lot of times where you've been like, man, is this worth it? Or is this, you know, I'm, why do I have to do this? Why is it me? Um, I don't know why, but, but you're doing good things and the world's going to be a better place because of what you're doing. And I know that you know that, but it's, I personally greatly appreciate it. And, and any of you guys out there um, who are doing your little parts uh, you know, I know you might not be getting millions of views and you might only be getting two views or three views, but guess what? Those two or three matter Amen. And your, your little conversations that you're having with your neighbors and your family and your friends where you say, Hey bro, I don't really think this is good. And you have a little productive talk. That's what matters right now. Okay. It's not be quiet or Susie from PTA is going to blast us on fit. Fuck Susie. Okay. This is more important than that. This is about your kids. This is about, like Dr. Tapper just said, about us coming together um, as Americans. And, and I agree with you, dude. It, I, I, if, you, if you are doing all these things, let's say you got the vaccine, you, got, you, you believe this the whole time, blah, blah, blah. You're not my enemy. I'm not mad at you. Like, but what I am saying is that we have to logically assess whether or not we're being lied to or not. And none of the things that would connect these dots to say that this was true, are, the dots are not there. And we have to be smart enough and courageous enough to say, hey, wait a minute, that's not okay, okay? And that goes for all these little issues that all of, whatever it is, you know, that you have a problem with that's going on, because from what I could tell, maybe you're okay with masks, but you're not okay with vaccines. Maybe you're okay with vaccines, but you're not okay with masks on your children. Whatever the fuck it is, fucking say something, dude, because it's all gonna help us get to a point where these people, the government, the, the the top of the top, the people who do not give a fuck whether you personally live or die, okay, do not have power over us because we do control the power and they do everything they can to remind us that they are dictating to us and we need to start doing things that remind them that that's not the case. We dictate to them. We elect them. We choose them. And that's the truth. You have Joe Biden on TV saying, we are the people. No, you're fucking not the people. You are not the people. You are five or 600 people for how many people live here? 330 million? You're 500 or 600 people. Think about that. There's 330 million people in this country, most of which agree that America's pretty awesome. You know, the ones that don't, don't understand what it's like to be anywhere else, right? A lot of people say, oh, well, it's Trump was a tyrant. This, you're fucking crazy, dude. You're just buying the pizza they fucking served in front of your face. Look, dude, we live in the greatest country of all time. And still, even at this point in time right now, we are the most free place ever. But that's going to change if we don't start seeing each other as Americans and stop seeing each other as all these little segments that they purposefully shove down our throat so that we fight each other. 
We have to come together. We have to get together and say, dude, I love my freedom. I love my fellow man. I love this country. I love the opportunity it creates. I'm appreciative of it. And if there are things that need to be improved, if we come together, guess what? Those things can be solved. But the reason things that you think can't be solved aren't being solved is because we are together. And you're over there saying, fuck you. And we're over here saying, fuck you. Fuck you, Tony. (laughs) Fuck you, Ezekiel. Yeah. Like, dude, we have to be smarter than that, guys. And um, I don't know, man. It's it's looking better. It's looking better. It's looking more promising. And uh, I don't know. I don't know what I think. Doc, where can we find you at? Well, I'm in Omaha, Nebraska. Um, uh, but on social media, you know, I'm just dr.bentapper on Instagram for the time being. I'm going to be probably on there for only a short time because uh, the powers that be don't like me on there. Yeah, um, They've already took out a lot of the people in the disinformation dozen. Uh, and so it's just a matter of time. But, uh, you know, you can basically, I'm not, like I said, I don't do this for publicity, but, you know, Omaha, Nebraska is where my practice is at. Um, we are doing a, a documentary here to, we're raising funds for the documentary, but, um, and if people want to help, help us with that, they can go to the, um, you know, uh, find us online, um, on my website, but we, they can call the office to donate too, but we have, uh, a, a documentary called the time is now, and we're hopefully, uh, going to get that out in the next couple of months, but we have a lot of, um, just some phenomenal stories that are going to shake the world. People that have, uh, you know, uh, the vaccine injury, like Angela was a head nurse of the surgical unit um, down by Arkansas, and she had these reactions, and she's in a group chat with like 20 or so other nurses, and they all had the same issue from the shot, and they're all willing to be on camera for us. Um, but but basically, yeah, so right now I just tell people to go to my Instagram account, dr.bentapper. Let me ask you this one one last question. Mm-hmm. What do you think, what, what do you think is going to happen? With just just like how do you see this situation progressing or resolving or so like if you like I'm just asking for your your opinion right so this is so much bigger than a virus yeah I mean I agree because like I'm trying to on a, on a grassroots level wake people about the testing and try to get them just on to open about this like once you convince someone like okay there's so many flaws in the virus okay then we zoom out big picture you get, right you know if you get the big picture everything else will follow so why is this happening on a global scale. Because that's what we have to ask ourselves. Why is this happening on a global scale? We are literally at a war foot. Because, you know, I I like to just be with my family and relax and pretend like nothing's happening. But in my soul, I know there is a war foot happening. I agree. We are at a war foot that involves you, you, all of us. That's why it's important. I don't care if you're left or right, black, white, Asian, gay, whatever you want to say, we need to come together as Americans and realize that we have a war at hand here and our freedoms are about to be lost. Freedom isn't safe, but it's the safest thing we have. And we need to come together and realize that this fight involves our children's children's children because communism, globalism is at our hand here. Klaus Schwab is not our friend. Bill Gates is not our friend. These people with the World World Economic Forum, they're pushing a global agenda right now, and we're being duped. They're printing money more than ever before. We need to end the Federal Reserve because they're diluting our dollar, and it's going to cause major problems down the road. And we are living in this bubble right now. This is a grand illusion right now that we're very comfortable, like, hey, things are kind of volatile right now, but just let's focus all the attention on the vaccine and and, you know, it's a smoke screen. It's all smoke and mirrors. When you see the media talking about, hey, folks on the vaccine, all this stuff, I go, what's happening behind closed doors? 
That's what's happening. That's what Corona is. It's a giant Trojan horse to, to steal our rights and freedoms and control the people on a global scale. Not just this. This is globalism being pushed on American soil. And Americans need to realize that and wake up and say, oh, my gosh, we're not going to tolerate that. Because this is what we stood for back in the day. This is what my grandpa fought for. This, this is, is what our grandpa fucking died for. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Freedom isn't free. Freedom isn't safe, but it's the safest thing we have. Benjamin Franklin stated that those that are willing to sacrifice freedom for temporary security will lose both. Not only lose it, but they don't even deserve it because they're just been conforming and complying to this garbage nonsense. And that's why I've been telling people, if the people that cannot see this, you might have the eyesight of an eagle, but the vision of a clam. We need to wake up and fight for this and be proactive because our freedoms are at stake here. This is so much bigger than a virus. 100%. They're using this as a as a way to come in and, and steal our freedoms and rewrite legislation and, and really take away our rights and freedoms. Bro, amen, man. I appreciate it so much. Told my teacher, don't 